What's up? Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, my friend? And we are back for another Sunday night. And we're back. We're back. And it's 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 the it's the Joe and Pat show tonight because Brett is on vacation. Shout out to to Brady Crocker. My guy, Brady Crocker, it was in Vegas. He sent me some pictures. He was at Nightmare Toys. Shout out to Nightmare Toys. Shout out. And right. uh, dude, Joe, the horror guy's here. He's gonna. Joe likes his baths. God bless you, man. I don't even have. I haven't taken a bath in ages. Good hey, cleanliness you, is next to godliness, my friend. Yeah. That's right. Awesome. So yeah. So Brett's enjoying his vacation. So GK, watch out, because uh, Brett said I think he was gonna hit you up and maybe meet up with you out there, out in uh, California. Okay. How you doing, Bubba? So he's on his way there now, and he's doing some scouting for for when we go out there. Yeah, he's doing some scouting, all right. He's having a fucking blast. That's what he's. <laughs> oh, he's scouting, all right. Like, oh, Ronnie's in the bath, dude. I haven't. I can't even remember the last time I took a bath. It's been so damn long. I, you know, remember that episode from Seinfeld? I'm a hot tub guy. I love hot, hot tub. tub. Yeah. I had a hot like tub Kramer. here. Don't shit the bed, man. I yeah, I love my hot tub, man. But we haven't had one since it shit the bed. You remember when uh, Kramer fell asleep and it turned off? I yeah. went out and he was freezing. <laughs> he was freezing the same. <laughs> we got to do top five Seinfeld episodes. That's a nice Oh, thing. yeah. We have to. We yeah, have to do yeah, a, a Seinfeld thing. We will. Oh, same here. Actually, I got like a, one of those garden tubs, so my fat ass can't fit, <laughs> fit in the tub. So like a regular tub, forget it, man. I'd be like, you know, bull in a china shop. No shit. It's just the thought of brown water. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Last time I took a bath was with my wife. Didn't stay in there. <laughs> I, no, uh, I can't take a bath with my wife. She won't let me in there because there's no one seeing this. She'll be scarred. She'll be in therapy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Going to meet up with Brett hopefully this week. Yeah, he said he was driving, so he said he probably won't be able to join us. So he's going to – but he did say he was going to try to meet up with you, man. That's very cool, man. Very cool. Top five Seinfeld is almost impossible. It's like deciding on – you ain't lying, Blake. You're not lying, bro. That's like, I when I was on deployment, I had uh, DVDs uh, just of Seinfeld, all the seasons, and that's I would watch them over and over. And it's I love Seinfeld to this day. Never get tired. Never. 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 Oh, I just faded out there for a second. I feel like the, I feel like Ronnie. It, 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 it's like his fucking. <laughs> uh oh, somebody's on your internet, brother. <laughs> Hold on a second. It's okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me shut this fucking VPN off. That's all right. Sometimes it, it causes more trouble than it's worth. Hold on a second. That is no problem. All right, there. Better. I, I think I shut it off. I feel like Ronnie, with the, all the great names are taken, he's always complaining complain about his freaking uh, internet shit in the bed, and there goes mine. It just fucking completely crapped <laughs> out. And, you know, and I upgraded to a better router, better modem, all this shit. Hold on a second. Let me shut it's this okay. fucking it's no VPN problem. off. The VPN uh, works well, but sometimes it does nothing but cause more fucking problems than, it, than it's worth. That's too funny. All right, but, so uh, I apologize in advance. If y'all hear some doggies barking, that doesn't mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like getting back to uh, Blake, yeah, it, it's, it's tough. I just did that, uh, my top five horror TV shows. And I did mention uh, I'm a big I, I got my Twilight Zone freaking hoodie on tonight, man. I'm Twilight Zone junkie. And when I sat down to record my favorite episodes, I said, "All right, let me do my top ten. No, I can't do it. Top fifteen? Nope. Twenty? Nope. So I'm doing my top thirty Twilight Zone episodes. And so I recorded it already. It's like an hour long. I just got to 
edit it and put all the fancy bullshit into it. It's going to be a long episode, so for all you Twilight Zone fans out there, I, I'm sure you'll enjoy it, but it's going to be, it's a long, I was considering breaking it up into like maybe three segments, but I'll see how it goes time-wise because live videos are easy. You can just come here, bullshit, do your thing, and editing takes so fucking long. It really yeah, does. You're not lying, my friend. I was like, live is live is easier, but man, yeah, fuck that editing. Yeah, so fuck that new thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to. It's just us tonight. It's the Pat and Joe show. We got some cool shit coming up tonight. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about our love of 1970s horror, and right. I have a special movie to talk about tonight, which I went back and rewatched last night. So I'm excited to talk about that. We're gonna do our beer review, collectible spotlight. We're gonna do our review of uncle buck we our love for uncle buck is you know unchallenged we love the lake ray john candy but, and to piggyback on that we talked about it last week we're doing we're going to do our top five comedians that we wish were still with us they've since passed on and you know we'll all give our left nut to have them back yeah how about we give both of your nuts i'll keep i'll keep mine both i don't need them <laughs> <laughs> They're doing nothing but gravity's taking over. They're just getting lower and lower. So I could use yeah. them. I, I don't know. How low can you go? Yeah. Can you get it to the flow? <laughs> Another 20 years, they'll be dragging on the floor behind me. Uh, hey. Hey, that's all right. You can be sitting on them before you know it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> be stepping over. Put your trip over. You don't even want to know. <laughs> oh, shit. So let's get going. So without further ado, I am a little parched. I was telling Joe before this, I was at band practice today, had a couple of beers, a couple of shots. So I did have to straighten out before I even came here. So let's do this because I'm getting a little parched. So let's do our beer review. And then we got oh, some, shit. <laughs> then we'll talk about what some new stuff in our collection. And then we're jumping into that 70s horror, man, which is pretty much is my, well, it's, it's a close second to 80s horror. Very nice, very nice. So this is going to be some fun. So hang out, guys. We got a lot of cool stuff lined up, and let's just do this quick. Get it out of the way in case it makes you have to pee. And there is <sighs> our our little thing thing there. So hold on one second. Let me get my screen up and running here because i still cannot for some reason i can't get my goddamn google slides to uh okay. sync up there's no problem there there's no problem there so Look what i you. am doing here this is what i am drinking this week i thought this was kind of cool i was doing the pastry stouts for a little while and then now i am doing this is last week i had a pumpkin beer too so this week is clash of the pumpkins instead of clash of the titans that's awesome. So yeah. it's Clash of the Pumpkins. So this should be interesting. You got Medusa. Look at the artwork on that. That's really cool. Yeah, man. I saw this. I was like, dude, I got to take this. This this should be a lot of fun. Holy smokes. And it's uh, made by Glass Town Brewery, which is down South Jersey, which is probably midway between the Jersey Shore and Philadelphia. So I thought that was pretty darn cool. So I'm going to try that. Yeah, Nice. I'm excited to see. Let me know how that tastes, man. I it looks really good. Looks looks for looks and sounds refreshing. All right. For some reason, I am not getting my. I don't know if anybody's chatting, but it doesn't seem like it's updating for some reason. Hmm. No, it's Are okay. you seeing it updated? Yeah, I just see. Oh yeah, oh, there we, it goes. Yeah, yeah, Blake. Finally, just, yeah, Blake threw one in there. 
Okay, uh, I just want to make sure it wasn't it was, it was installed. Brett, Brett was in uh, Vegas for a few days, and now he's currently driving to uh, northern Ca uh, Southern California, Pasadena, yes. Southern California, right? That's right. So he, he's actually going to be checking out uh, H forty five, where we're going to be going for when we go to the convention. What's up, Rob? Yeah. So he's on. He's currently on the road to. He's on the road to Pasadena. That's right. So it should be a, it should be a, good for him, man. He's, he's the man. surveying the land, surveying the area. Yes, he is. So and Joe, let me bring Joe stuff up here. It takes so much longer with this stupid thing. I don't know why I can't get my Google. That's okay, but I can up. I can kind of talk about it uh, while you're looking for the photo. So I got it right here in front of me. Actually, uh, this is uh, it comes from Alamo Beer Company, right here in Texas. Uh, this is an Alamo Golden Ale. It is a, an American blonde ale. Uh, it, it pours a pale yellow color with a white head. Okay. Uh, the alcohol content is about 5.1%. So, I mean, it's not super strong, but six or of this will really get you where you need to go. It's delicious and it's just super, super fun. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty damn good. I think you would really, really like it. Now it's Alamo Draft House, you said, makes that? No, Alamo Beer Company. So it's not actually, the draft house, right? No, not at all. Uh, we were actually at the draft house earlier watching John Wick four, um, but Ooh, no, yeah, I can see the that. confusion. Yeah, I can see the confusion. But yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's its own brewery. It's pretty cool. Very cool. That's what I thought it was. I saw Alamo. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they made their own beer. Like I said, we don't have any Alamo draft. I wish we did. I have garbage oh. here when it comes to to theaters. It blows. Yeah, that's what we were doing before, uh, and then uh, had some beers. Came home and. Did a vodka water, but then I'm going to transition back to beer. Saved it for the review. Saved it for the review. This is not so bad. Yeah. It's actually got like a little, um, like a bitter taste to it, which isn't bad. Mm. Very nice. In very interesting. Hey, cheers to oh. you, my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, cheers to, to my buddy uh, Joe here. Cheers to Brett, who's uh, traveling, safe travels on his way to California. Uh, absolutely. He did cheers, send us buddy. a he sent me a bunch of pictures. He was at Nightmare Toys today, so I told him I said, "Why don't we just wait until he's on and you can talk about it?" Because he's going to do some. He's got some videos and stuff. So. Oh yeah, good things wait. happen to those who wait. By the way. Yeah, and he can enjoy it. It's, it's a little bit better that way. Mm. But um, you have anything new? I know you do. To your mm. Absolutely. Oh, Blake Moody, is that a Chihuahua? I guess you're saying the barking that you heard before. Uh, well, he's one of them. We got, he's one of the three. Let's put it that way. <laughs> the three amigos. Good pickup, though, Blake. Good pickup. But yes, it is my a brother, Chihuahua, right? Yeah, one of them is. Um, but no, yeah, we, we got some goodies, man. We, we, we stumbled upon some good finds uh, recently. So uh, let's see what you got. Okay. So to the left, if I'm going straight off my memory, that is from 2019, the San Diego Comic Con exclusive Ultimate It figure. It's kind of like a black and white. Um, I have it in the back, but man, that thing was very cool. It was in great condition, um, and I, and of course, anything San Diego uh, Comic Con exclusive uh, is a pickup, man. Especially in the world of NECA. So, uh, then you got that Halloween. Um, I guess that puzzle right there. I found that at Fye. Were you able to find one, Pat? No, so the Fye's by me have not had that yet. I have to go back and check out the Fye's this week. You know what's funny, and I hate I don't you're probably gonna talk about this, but they had those slippers. Um, they were right there, but they didn't have my size. <laughs> oh, they didn't have my size either. I just bought it for the collection. I forgot. Oh, damn it. See, that's what we see. I was gonna wear them hose, 
Um, but they were the, so they had the slippers and then of course the keychain, uh, the Halloween two pumpkin right there. Um, and then to the right on this photo is uh, man, this this completed the uh, the picking up of all of the new 40th anniversary of ET NECA figures. It's ET and Elliot uh, with the bicycle. It's a big ass. It's a big one. Uh, so that was my last purchase uh, to cut. I got all the ETs that they just recently released. So that thing is so cool, man. Golly. And then last but certainly not least, you know, you know, Pat, I have a, an affinity for some pops, especially like the horror pops. They're super fun. Uh -huh. um, it, it was it was fitting before we even decided to do the topics that we're going to discuss today that I had my eyes on this and I, I was able to pick this up. Uh, one of the best movies from one of the best movies from the 70s, uh, Jaws, uh, Shark Eating Boat. Look at that. Isn't that cool? You got Quint in there. You got the boat. You got Bruce. Uh, how cold is that, man? That's Super cool as hell. Uh, so that's, that's uh, I guess, phase one of the pickups. Uh, phase two, uh, or maybe two and then three. Phase two, okay, so this came from a place called Gigi's Emporium. This was wave two of the Super 7 React figures of the Monsters. Look at this, the three-pack. So the first wave was the colored version of the same three figures, and then wave two is from the OG show. It's all three. You got Herman, Lily, and Grandpa. And they even come with their own little accessories and whatnot. And these were super awesome to pick up, guys. I mean, check that out. If you're a fan of the Monsters, come on. You know, I just recently picked up the uh, the new Monsters NECA of Herman from the new movie from Rob Zombie. Uh, these these are compliments of, of to my honey, my fiance, because she loves the Monsters. I love them too, but she loves, loves them. So Shut these up. She's just, in the chat. And yeah, me. these are just great. She's with the puppies right now. These are just great finds. Super, super cool. And it's a great addition. And I found these at um, – it's a place here in San Antonio called Gigi's Emporium. Check them out. Just Google Gigi's, Big G, Big G, apostrophe S, Emporium. And you'll find them, and they have a bunch of cool-ass shit, retro toys and whatnot. So shout-out to Gigi's. Man, super cool. Very cool. I've got a couple more things, I think. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, well, you had I'm some lost. new stuff. You had some other stuff in here too, right? Yeah, I had some other I things. Wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure if they were new or – um yeah. Let's see what hold you got. on. Oh yeah. Okay, so I got that right here. Oh so right. Every time every time I wanted to go pick this up, they've always sold out everywhere. So I finally was able to pick up my H2 Elrod knife from Trick or Treat, as you can tell. Oh, the packaging is different now because the one I have mm -hmm. is in like a plastic packaging with a little top. It's old. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You see the pumpkin in right here? Pumpkin is super cool. Yeah, that's I, I like you the got, check on that. Look at the you got Michael in the back. Look at that using the knife. That's oh, sexy super, beast. Look at that. You don't get no money. Don't get much better than that, there, Pat. I'm Stick it you. in me, you beast. I'm telling you, Pat. Don't get much better than that. And then last but certainly not, motherfucking least, my friend's personal favorite. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Santa Mita, home of the Silver Shamrock novelty. Look at that. And it's not yes, only I, just the, the I sign. have that sitting right over there. Yep. The packaging itself is just um, look at that. Look at I know that's why I never took it out because the packaging is so nice, man. I only want to take it out of the packaging. They they complement each other very well, not just the packaging, but you know, inside as well. So don't even open it. If you're gonna hang it, just hang it based don't need to. right here. Just go like this, hang that shit like that. Look at that. That's it's it, amazing, man. man. Um, and I think that concludes the finds. 
I'll be honest with you. Um, the reason for, oh, I have one more item. You're gonna like this. I think I did. I did. I think. Hmm, I think. I'm gonna give you a hint. Garbage garbage bag. Let me give you a hint. Yes, I uh, I wasn't sure if that was the spotlight, but that must have been the last thing you said. I didn't even. You know what? I dropped a ball on the spotlight. I don't even know what. I'll pick something randomly. Oh yes. Okay. So this. So so the item. So the the Halloween three sign, the Elrod knife, and this came from stickers and stars. Look at this guy. So who makes this uh, terrifier? Because it almost looks, it almost looks like it's a NECA figure. It's Trick or Treat Studios, my friend. Oh, Todd's the bastard's copy. Yes. So let me give you a little um, insight on this. So this was in the catalog at the very, very end of the. You remember we kind of discussed the catalog a while back. Mm-hmm. I think Halloween Daily News talked about it and all this. One of this item was in there, and there's going to be a Michael figure just like this, this size coming. But it's not on the web. It's not. It hasn't been released by Trick or Treat yet. So this shop, Stickers and Stars, they got the release. And the way this one works is, if you get it wet, it it, it changes to bloody. Oh, like that's bloody. cool. Yes, it that's has a nice. garbage bag. Um, it has a bunch of his little tools: the hacksaw, the knife, gun. It, th- this one was super cool. And the pack. Look at the pack. You got the little top hat. Look at that. I mean, they, that you is don't really get nice. Nuts. Yeah, that's man. why I this thought it was like NECA because NECA is usually top notch, but trick or treats really give them a friggin' run for their money. They are, and I can't wait for the Michael Myers version of this. It's gonna come in this size. So, little sneak peek shout out for all those who missed that in the catalog. It was at the very end. Um, so this was one of the last things I picked up. So, super cool, man. Very cool. All right. So the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, and I'm very un- underwhelming because um, I, uh, like I said, I've been trying to watch my P's and Q's because of uh, what's going on this uh, with the H45. So I've been trying to, unless I it's affordable or it's super rare and I just can't pass it up, I've been trying to be a good boy about buying stuff. So I do apologize. Usually on my Instagram page, I'm always pop putting out some cool, you know, newer stuff that I've found, but it's just. I uh, know the trip to Pasadena is not going to be cheap, so I've just been trying to be a good boy about it. So the only thing I did buy was what Joe mentioned earlier. I did buy; they didn't have my size, so I just bought it strictly for um, to put in the collection. So these are Halloween two slides. Uh, I like them. I think they're cool. They, you know, the design matches. Remember the little the little balls, the popable balls. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, from the yeah, the like neck racer. Yeah, the yep. the racer or some shit. Yeah. The uh, uh, collectible capsule things. Yeah, they had those little races yes. with this image on it. Yes. And I got to go out and get the the Halloween mask that comes in a box that they're, I guess it's out in the, the Walmarts now. Wait a minute. Shout out to Chicago a- Boogeyman, our buddy Brian. I, he posted he found one. I haven't been able to find one yet. Bro, is that a real fucking thing? I thought that was a, like a knockoff. Is that I, real? It, no, apparently because uh, Brian posted that he, he was able to find one. So I'm assuming it's real. So I have not right. been able to. I, admittedly, I haven't been to the usual Walmart's I told I've explained to you about so far. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I probably Tuesday I'll be near that particular one. So if anybody's gonna have it, it's gonna be that one. So I'll, I'll find. Dude. it. I mean, granted, it's fifty bucks still. Like, do I want to drop fifty bucks on a mask right now? But might have to. You make me want to go to Walmart right now. It's just because it's not the fact that if the mask sucks or not. I, I to me, it's I just gotta have it because it has NECA on it. Excuse me, I'm a NECA whore. 
Um, but you whore, you whore. But yeah, sign me up. Sign me up. I, I I'll be a, a customer of that fucking thing for sure. Absolutely. So that is our new items. You know, it wasn't too much this week. Oh, Joe had about a lot more than I did. I didn't have anything overwhelming because, like I said, it's. I do have one thing I found, which is not much of anything that might be coming in probably another week or two. It's coming in from the UK. Nice. You know, promotional stuff as usual. But other than that, you know, it. Thankfully, it's been pretty quiet. There's a few things that are popping up, but it's been pretty, pretty quiet. And GK is already on top of it. Limited to 500, one per store. Yeah. So. Oh, I love you, GK. That's awesome. I there's one more Walmart, like I said, that's near where I work that I, I'm pretty confident. That's usually where I find all the NECA shit. So I'm gonna have probably hit it on Tuesday because Monday I gotta be in Man tomorrow I gotta be in Manhattan. So I won't be anywhere near it. So hopefully I'll find it. Hey, the hunt the, the search continues, man. It ain't nothing better than the hunt. So the limited the more limited the better. Fuck it. Yeah, it's fun to look for it. As long as I mean, look at Joe. What was your record for how many targets did you hit in one goddamn day? <laughs> I think I think it's nine. Nine. And he gave us like a whole map. He had mapped it all out. The oh, whole chart. Dude. It was just like it was like a scavenger hunt. We 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 was I was I was, uh, I was talking to MB about this. I was like, we're thinking about doing something else and like elevating that. Like, how can we top that? So uh, I got to talk to you after the after the show because I got some pretty good ideas, man. Yeah, did you find one yet, GK? Did you find one out in California yet? Because um, there's two WalMarts near me that I that I frequent, but those are just specifically if I'm going to Walmart for stuff because they absolutely blow when it comes to like collectibles. <laughs> they have like they have nothing when it comes to collectibles. Zero. Yeah. But the one there's a few haunts that I I'll hit up that I usually find all that stuff at. But the ones by me, the one is literally 10 minutes from my house and it absolutely blows. They never have shit. Dude, that's funny because you know you know by going to certain stores, some just suck ass. You just stay away. And some usually yeah. get some good shit. So I just kind of I'm a they know they see me and they know my face. They're like, oh no, we don't have nothing. No. Oh god, not this fucking guy. Here he comes again. <laughs> oh no, no, bro. This fucking guy. That fucking guy. That fucking guy. But good, 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 good stuff, man. Those those slides, though, for real. I, we saw them and they, they, they look pretty good. I can't and they, lie. Were, and they were on yeah. sale. They were $14.99. They were cheap. And oh, and I'll throw this up there, even though I have it. Hold on, where is it? One second. Yeah, because they had a bunch of stuff on on sale. So I already have one, but I but I actually had multiple of these, and I sold them to people that didn't have them. So oh, I never nice. had a chance to open one. So since I bought this one for half price, I'm going to open it and hang it on the wall. Oh, the calendar the, with the little the magnet. Yeah, with yeah, the magnet. Yes. They were $9.99 on sale. So I was like, and there was only one left. So I said, you know, let me just fucking buy it because you know, I just, I'll open it up and hang it up. That's dope. You know what? I didn't. I don't have one of those. Why? For whatever reason, when they released here in San Antonio, they came without the plastic covering. So the fucking magnet was missing. All it, I guess these stores opened them up thinking that they were supposed to be opened. Well, like, retarded. seriously. Well, yeah. Pardon, sorry. Pardon my French, but seriously, what are you fucking stupid? Why would you open yeah, it up? That's what I'm saying. So uh, I never wanted to buy it because it didn't have the plastic covering with the little magnet in the back, the black magnet. Yeah, yeah, the only thing the the, the target the, not targets the FYEs admittedly the ones near me all they did was they would always open the back of it if you can see this just so oh, they can yeah. hang it so they can hang it yes because the thing is exposed right here I have like, yet oh, whatever that's fine I don't give a shit about that yeah it, for me is like it was whole, all the shit was gone I'm like where's the the magnet oh it comes like that I'm like nah hell no nah. I'm not buying it unless it's right so I had to get it I'm like for not I admittedly did want a pair of slides to wear. But they didn't have my size. So I said, no, let me just buy this pair and I'll stick it in the collection. Because 
they didn't have any for me that I could have fit my big freaking gunboat feet in. That's uh, what you call a collector's conundrum, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. A lot of things I can't fit in because my I have big feet. Yeah. I, so, I just coined a new phrase, a collector's conundrum. <laughs> collector's conundrum. So for – so tonight we're going to be discussing our love, you know, because we were talking the other night after uh, the Halloween movie book club, which was awesome. I got a good yeah. shout out to the, all the great names are taken for giving us a nice shout out. They, uh, Ronnie was watching and enjoyed it. So if you guys are into the, into that, where you want to go back and read the Halloween novels, but we're basically telling you about it. You don't even need to read it. You just watch it. Then yeah. you'll know about it. Now you guys are, you, you mentioned them. Those guys are great, man. So, uh, um, appreciate the love and shout out and whatnot because um, we do this because we love it and it, it was an idea that just came um, because I felt like there's so much more meat on that bone uh, in terms of you know if you're a fan you're a collector you're gonna totally dig this and I love the fact that Pat took it and, and made it what it is so shout out to you Pat man because it's a super fun thing dude oh I'm having ass. a ball with it I'm a, yeah I'm, man so far it's been very positive and I'm enjoying it. So and okay, we're gonna brother. keep oh and we're gonna keep going because once we're done with this, we're gonna do Halloween two, we're gonna do Halloween three, we're gonna do Halloween four, and then from yeah. four we're gonna jump to twenty eighteen because there's no yeah. novelizations in between. We could do the three Kelly O'Rourke novels in the middle because I know they're on. Um, I do own them. A lot of people don't because they're expensive, but they but yeah. there is somebody. I don't know if it's the same guy. It might be, but somebody does the Audible version on That'd YouTube. So we could do the so we could do the Kelly O'Rourke novels too. I was uh, I was talking and we I was out at a show last night with one of my my good friends uh, from Celebrity uh, Sex Scandal, my friend Justin and his lovely wife, um, and you know there's so many other books horror movie like you know it the novelization of it that would be fun. Mm -hmm. I mean the, the the possibilities are endless with that book club man. So I'm just su super excited man, super excited. Well, yeah. that's what I was mentioning. We could easily go and do more because um, mm -hmm. that. Guy, was it like Slash? Slash? Well, I forget what the hell the guy's name is. I, it, I really should yeah. put it up there and give him credit for all the work he's done. But he does do the other books, and I don't, own, admittedly, don't own any of them. So yeah. um, I'm going to, I would love to do it because I could find out more about it. And I don't own the books. I know he does the Friday the 13th novelizations. I think he does The Omen. Yeah. He does a couple of them. Mm hmm. We can, so we can, you know, kind of do be reader friendly or listener friendly and kind of go based on what he's already done. We need to get his ass on the show. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Give him a lot of, give him, you know, his, his due for doing, yeah. that's a lot of work to sit there and read a book. You know, I know the one that we're doing now is what? It's like four and a half hours. Yeah. Almost five. Is it five? Four and a half, five. Yeah. 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 It's long. So it's a lot of your time to do that, you know, to help other people out. So shout out to him. So it should be cool. Thank you, but, my friend. But afterwards, Joe and I talked, and we said, "You know what? Why don't we do just something specifically where we can share our love of 1970s horror? Oh. Because there's so much there that we can just talk about how much we love. We figure we can get some people to chime in about some of their their favorite stuff. So, what I was telling you, I was going to show you guys is uh, let me bring it up here one second. Oh, yeah. So, I'm obviously a child. Well. I was born in 72. I'm a child of the 70s and the 80s. Yes. And first horror movie I ever saw, and it scared the piss out of me. And it was funny because I watched it last night, admittedly, probably for the first time in like 40 years, 35, 40 years. Oh, we're getting deep. 
Yeah, so I figured I'm gonna, let me highlight it because I did. I found the stream of it last night and I watched it. Yeah, and it is. Don't be afraid of the dark. Oh, you bastard! I hadn't watched it yet. You mentioned it last time, and I didn't fucking watch it. With right. Kim Darby, who was uh, Deborah Strode in uh, Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers. So it's a young stars a young Kim Darby. They, she moves in. She inherits this family home, this big, beautiful, like gothic mansion. And there's a fireplace in the basement, and it's all sealed off. And of course, she's curious, like, what the hell is in there? So the the handyman guy is telling her to stay away from it. And if you if I don't know if you guys, uh, Jesus Christ, now I'm really showing myself. He was. Um, <laughs> do you guys remember the show My Three Sons? Yeah, I remember that. Remember the friend. Uh, the uncle, what the hell was his name? Because it was the father and the three sons, and it was the uncle that was there. He yeah. was the uncle. He played the handyman in the show. In the okay. movie, rather. And he's okay. saying, just leave it alone. Don't touch it. Just keep it shut. Because basically what happens is when she gets the curiosity killed the cat, she opens it up, and she releases these little these short little demons with these with these long green heads. Oh, oh yeah, the little gnome-looking fuckers. The little gnomes, yeah. And, and yeah, this, that's right. This, <laughs> this scared the shit out of me because you figure I had to be about God. Let's see, I probably saw it in '78, so I was probably about six years old when I first saw it. The movie came out in '73. It was a made-for-TV movie, so it's a short watch if you want to watch it. I think it was about an hour and fifteen minutes. No. And basically, what happens when she lets them out? They want her soul because she was the one that set them free, and they keep appearing everywhere, and it and nobody's believing that she's seen these little fucking creatures. So it's cool as hell. It, it, it's a fun watch. It's it's very cheesy 70s but it, i thought it was um i just had got nostalgic because it it was the first horror movie i ever saw and it scared the shit out of me when i was a kid and the guy right That's here cool. this guy william demarest speaking of my love for twilight zone and doing that twilight zone um best of i the episode he was in did not make it admittedly did not make my top 30 but he oh, was wow. one of the astronauts in the episode where they all they go out to space and they crash land back and they're all um they were all like sort of like uh, one guy was injured. He was in the hospital and it was him. It was this yeah. guy, uh, William Demarest. And during the course of the Twilight Zone episode, they each vanish. They disappear. They, they fall through the space of time because it's as if they didn't make it back. Oh, shit. And as each one disappears and the next guy is saying like, well, he was right here. And they don't know who he's talking about until the until they're all gone. Oh, that's creepy as hell. Yeah, great episode. I can't remember the name of it, but it did not make my top 30. It's a great episode. It's, it's tough to make. I'm sorry. I'm a Twilight Zone fanatic. So these are the gnomes. Yeah, those those little bastards with the sunken eyes and the dark eyes. Look at that. Yeah. And they're like running around like, she's in his face, Sally. You tell me want your soul. Come with us, Sally. <laughs> oh, shit. As a kid, man, that scared the shit out of me when I was a fucking kid, man. Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Fuck so that. I had to highlight that because, um, I mean, we're going to get to our segment where what did you watch this week? And we do watch, we're always watching something, including tonight. Joe was out watching the new John Wick. And this will be on my list of what I watched because I, when I was talking about my love of 70s movies, 70s horror specifically, I was like, you know what? I got to go revisit this and talk about it because that was the first horror movie I ever saw. And it really scared. And even better than anything was, um, I think I mentioned it to you guys. That where we grew up in northern New Jersey, when you looked mm -hmm. out of our bedroom door, right, and you you would face my mother's, my parents, my parents' bedroom, and the bedroom to to the to the immediate right was um my grandmother. My grandmother lived with us, mm -hmm. and in the middle, my mother had like this green Mary holding Jesus, 
And the way it was shaped, it looked like the freaking gnome's head. So at night when it was dark, I'd be in my bed and I'd be looking like this, like <laughs> I'm like staring at it. I'm like, and I'm like, you know, kiss your mind plays tricks on you, especially when you're, you're a kid. Shit yourself like oh, look at him like, I'm like it looks like the fucking gnome. I'm like, I'm like getting up, I'm like shutting the door. My brother's like, Why are you shutting the door? I'm like, I'm just shutting the door because <laughs> I didn't want to look at it and scared the shit out of me. Oh, that's too funny. So, but our love of 70s horror, and we're open to anything. We could talk about any type of 70s. It doesn't have to be Halloween because we know Halloween is obviously my favorite of the 70s. Oh, yeah. But there's so much great horror. So I did bring up a little thing here to keep me on I, track. It is arguably, and I just want to interject here, arguably the most consistent decade of horror film cinema ever. Arguably. Because... The films that were produced in the 70s are some of the best movies ever made and still stand up to this day. So there's um, so much. I, I, I uh, have a list of them here. I, and besides Halloween, because what a Halloween pot, you know, we're Halloween guys. We don't even need to go any further with Halloween when it comes to Halloween. Yeah. But next to Halloween, one of my favorite movies right here, 74, Black Christmas. Oh, yeah, Black Christmas. That's right. Yeah. And we were That's just right. talking about, uh, I believe this is 79. Hold on, let me just double check. Yeah, 1979. I have Taurus Tourist Trap. Tourist Trap. Yeah, I love Tourist Trap. Is, yes. I got a laundry list of movies that we can throw out there. Throw some out. I mean, Let's go. Oh, uh, man. It. We got, of course, the, 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 I mean, golly. Let me give the top three from in my, in just no, no, for whatever. Of course, you got Halloween 78. Uh, you got Texas, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 74. Uh, the Exorcist from 73. I mean, come on. Those three alone are so iconic. You can have those three movie posters in your house and you'd be yeah. covered for the rest of your life. Um, you got Phantasm, 79. It just made yeah. the cut. Uh, you got Carrie from 76. The Brood, 79. The brood. It, 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 oh, my God. The Brood is fucking amazing. Um, you got The Hills Have Eyes from 77. OG. Uh, you got Jaws, 1975. Who doesn't love Jaws? I love Jaws. Um, Dawn of the Dead, 78. Uh, you mentioned Black Christmas, uh, Eraserhead from 1977. Yeah, I had to wow. put Eraserhead on the thumbnail because that movie, uh, I remember, and I remember, oh, Jesus Christ, I forget what year it was because I, I would walk past it in the video store and you could just yes. see the cover with Jim Nance yes. with the big fucking hair. Yes. And I'm like, ah, oh, he's just Eraserhead because he's got this tall head of hair, which, you know, basically is what it's about because the movie is yeah. nothing about an eraser no it has nothing and, to do <laughs> and now i remember watching it for the first time and i'm like holy shit this movie is fucked up. it's fucking crazy i mean david lynch dude i mean I, I don't know what the hell he was smoking when he came up with that i mean i know if you read into it there's a there's much more of a deeper meaning to it but i yeah i mean to me it was just like a fucked up guy Who's got this little crazy weird looking woman that's living in this freaking radiator that comes out and dances and he's got yes. a baby. Remember the baby it was all wrapped. Yes. And every time you were wrapped, the wrap was actually the baby's skin. Yes. It's fucking I mean, just I haven't seen it in probably 30 years. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's just that is just a crazy fucking ass movie. Um yeah. I mean we can that that movie that's a good watch along, by the way. That um, might be a real good watch along someday. Yeah, yes. For sure. Uh, and, and honestly, I, I mentioned all of those movies, but in terms of how, you know, something that I love as a franchise, I mean, Alien from 1979, it just made the cut from the 70s. I mean, Alien, man, come on. Oh, Alien, yeah. I mean, Alien, come on. come on. I mean, that to me was a horror movie before, you know, Aliens was more action sci-fi in my opinion. 
the alien was terrifying. You know, the whole chest burster scene, the whole fucking, you know, everything uh, in terms of when it started crawling at him and all that. Oh, shit. We, we talk about the movie all day. But, I mean, come on. You, I mean, I think I listed a lot of the good movies from the 70s. But. Sorry I, to leave I, it out. No, I'm going to... Uh, I actually was just making sure I was reading correctly. So I thought, let me go... I did a video on my top five <gasps> horror movies of this of the seventies. So I figured, all right, let you? me just read them off. Obviously, duh, what was number one? So I don't even need to talk about Halloween. But of my course. top five, my number five was, of course, everybody knows my love for Black Christmas. My number four was Carrie. I love Carrie. What a great movie. And number three, of course, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number two, The Exorcist, and Number one, of course, Halloween. So those were the top my top five. Now, of course, there's a laundry list of other ones that I'm just going to bring up some other ones here. Well, wait a minute. Didn't you? You didn't you have a? Let's cut you off. Didn't you have a video of this? You did a top five. You did right. So this is the same list from then, right? That was my top five. Yeah. So I figured. Go check out that video, by the way. So if you want more in depth of the breakdown of some great movies from the '70s, go check out Pat's video. Go check yeah, that shit out. A lot of fun. For, for real. Is it a top five or a top ten list that you did? I just did a top five. I tried to do it to top five because so, so the videos yep. are shorter. So you know, sure. give people's interest. You know, I don't want to be. Yeah, Meanwhile, I'm sitting here telling you I'm doing a top 30 when it comes to Twilight Zone. So it's an hour episode. Yeah, so. I was like five to 30. Golly. But no, I, I know. I check I, that I, shit out. I just Let's couldn't do it. I couldn't just cut it down. So I figured what the hell I mean. That's awesome. What other great movies are here? Oh, God. Um. Last house, last house on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, the town that the town that dreaded sundown. Great movie. Uh, um, yeah. let's see, I'm trying to see what other stuff is on here. Let's see, of course, The Exorcist, which I just, which I just mentioned on my list. Then there's a lot of this fun ones, which I don't even, I wouldn't even consider hard, like Blackula. Oh, dude. Hold on, I love. Black there's some Hula. vampire movies. There's, oh. there's a lot of vampire movies in there. This is one I had mentioned about doing a, a watch along. Uh, I spit on your grave. Oh yeah, that movie's fucked up. And I mentioned it on one of the podcasts, either our this podcast or, or the old podcast. If anybody has, go check. There's a great, great documentary on the making of I Spit on Your Grave. I can't remember the, what the name of it is. It tells the story of the guy who had the idea to do this movie and what it took for him to get the movie shot because nobody wanted to touch it, of course, and how he had to raise the money for it. It's a really, really interesting documentary. I forget where the hell I saw it. I forget. It might have been on Tubi, but it's, it's real, real interesting, especially if, you, especially if you've seen the movie. Are the Hills Have Eyes? Ugh. You know what? If a, mo- a movie is great... And especially if they try to remake it, because the remake of I Spit on Your Grave sucks straight ass cheeks. So yeah, <laughs> straight ass. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> much of it. It, it, it. That's a movie that just didn't need to be remade. Amen. It's Alive. That's a good movie. I haven't seen that in a freaking long time. Oh, Shivers. yeah, that's right. Um, the Omega Man. You, you and of course. Going. What I mentioned in what we were doing our top our, our, our remake actors who did it better, the Invasion oh. of the Body the Invasion of the Body Snatchers the remake was fantastic with Donald Sutherland from '78. Um, see what other great stuff is here. I'm gonna do some. Let me just scroll through here. Don't look now. I remember that vaguely. That's what Donald Don't look Sutherland now is good. Too. 
Don't look now. Yeah. Yes. I, know, I saw the cover. I know I've seen the Orca. The Orca. The killer. Oh, oh, oh give me a break. I saw his free willy. I'm good. Uh, when, a, <laughs> when a stranger calls was real good. Oh, that is creepy. Yes. That is that's scary. Magic was good with with the with the, the ventriloquist with the doll that comes alive with Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, because right. you, you just start looking through this list and it's like, oh my god, it's like a freaking smorgasbord of like amazing horror from Damn. the 70s. The deep it, it it's hard to to say any other era. And I would say short of oh, what's that shit called? Um what's that doc they didn't do a documentary about the 70s. Hey, world. what's up, Stefan? They know, should they should do a thorough in-depth, you know, documentary on it. Just to give credit where credit's due, because if it wasn't for the 70s, the 80s wouldn't have happened, and there wouldn't have been the, the progression to where we're at now. In my opinion, of course. Salem's Lot, too, which, which should be interesting to see what they do with this year, but the original Salem's Lot. Yeah, they had to get creative in order to scare you with the storytelling, you know, the practical effects, and it, it, it scares you in a different kind of way than today's horror. Totally. Yeah, because you remember the effects that they, they they were working very limited back then. Yeah, with what they had. Absolutely. And, um, oh, Amityville Horror. How could we forget the Amityville Horror? Oh yeah, Bobby, I mean, come on. Yeah, that was. Oh. <sighs> and, I, and this and the what's good is there's so many like movies that you know because they're like more mainstream. But there's so many yeah. good B movies. Oh, this, like, it's this hard to Satan's even. Satan's Triangle. I mean, come on. Beyond the Door. Sounds like a porn, honestly. Necromancy. There's so many. The Driller Killer. I've seen The Driller Killer. I bet you have. <laughs> I saw that. It was all right. Admittedly, um, Slumber Party Massacre is a little bit more fun. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Super good. No, there's... Seven, uh, he loves his 70s horror. Halloween. Carrie. Eraserhead. Jaws. The Omen. Yeah, the, yeah we were just talking yeah. about Eraserhead. Oh, that's... Uh, yes, oh, Up yeah. is a film from the 70s by Oh, Russ Meyer. Yeah, well, you want to see boobs. That's the man to watch. Go watch his movies. A lot of <laughs> Russ Meyer movies. <laughs> I don't like that. Movie. I no complaints house. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah not going to complain about that. I mean, boobs in horror movies? Gee, that's that's not a they, novel idea. They go hand in hand like the left and right nut. They go together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what other cool stuff is there? This, the Wicker Man. Oh, God, the original Wicker Man is great. Yeah, I like the one with Nick Cage. There's nothing wrong the, with that. The remake is not a bad movie. No, yeah. admittedly, the, right. the original was very, it was real, real creepy. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, The Omen. How could you not love The Omen? Oh, yeah. This one I, I, I've seen. Actually, I just watched this in the last year because it was a movie that I'd seen, but I just, over the years, but I never saw it. I knew the name. Let's Scare Jessica to Death. I just saw that about a month ago. It What's popped up on Pluto. It's just like this girl. She's and she was in like a mental institution, and she gets out, and she's basically just she just can't get out of it. So and it's just it's just a weird psychological. It's like a sort of like a B movie. Very and nice. I've seen I I saw it for years. I always advertise. I seen like a like a movie cover somewhere. I'm like let me watch it. I watched it. I was like, eh, well at least I say I watched it. And on top of if you're into like bloody movies, seventies was the seventies was the decade of the Giallo movie. Oh yeah. If you like right. Giallo movies like Suspiria, I mean all yes. that crazy shit, like the Dario Argento stuff, that was the decade to see. I mean, granted, Hammer Horror started in the 60s, so and but it bled into the 70s. Yeah. 
I mean, a lot of these movies, and, the dead, yes. they, oh, they, God, they're so influential to today's films. I mean, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. I mean, think about it. The Exorcist, Halloween, like they're so iconic and they're so big. You know, they've, they've influenced all the new, you know, movie makers in today's world. So, yeah, Suspiria. If you guys haven't seen the original Suspiria, man, you guys don't know what you're missing. That's such a great movie. Super good. Super good. That's the best thing about these these episodes that we do because we're touching base on things that, dude, we're talking about it now. I'm going to go watch it now because I haven't seen it in a while. We, I'm this gonna go is watch good. It. Make a Netflix show based around the biker gang from Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> oh, that's good. The remake. Yeah, we told this one. The remake. And admittedly, they did. Obviously, that was the, the breeding ground of movies where they really started doing the remakes from. Yeah, that's right. Was the, was the 70s horror. And I mean, we did we did cover like uh, the remake boom. So there's some remakes that I I either like almost equal to the original. And I've mentioned my love for the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Over, I mean, I love the original, and I give it all the props. I do love it, but I love the the remake. Was it 2004? Oh, yeah, it's really I good. Love that movie, man. You know, it's it's it's. It's it's interesting in a way when you start looking or comparing remakes to originals. It's it has it always fascinated me that the original always always gets that little nod, that little boost of credit, so to speak, because it it, it came first. You know, it, it's you know I feel like the remakes don't get as much. You know, they don't get their just due just because the originals are the originals. You know, it's kind of like. You know, like Kobe Bryant, I've always used this example. It's like he emulated his game after MJ, but there's only one MJ. He was the first in the original. Right. So it's like I find that very interesting. I find it. But in this 1970s category of movies depicts that, man. These movies are just they they can they stand alone and they are the best of the best. It's hard. It's yeah, hard I, to argue. I yeah, and, and everything's subjective. I, I guess yeah, it Devin. is. It is. So yeah. I, some people may not like the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love it. I just think it was so much fun. Oh yeah, I a love lot, it too. It's it just a lot of fun. That's and um, other ones here that just popped up because I started look because they're showing that they actually show up as action horror movies, and I'm like, I'm like, I could kick myself even forgetting it. One of my <laughs> favorite, one of my favorite movies from the '70s, and actually a movie. That was adapted from a novel, and I read the. I remember reading the yeah. novel. I was a junior in high school, and I did had to do a book report on it. And my English teacher was blown away that I did did this book because it's got its own language. Yeah. But I told her, I said what a fan of the movie I was. But I did a I did a book report on A Clockwork Orange. Ah, oh. oh, so we didn't. Even, oh. If you ever read the book, there's a, like a glossary in the back of all the words what they mean. So you got to keep flipping to the back to see what the words mean. And she's like, "You really want to do this?" She's like, "That's a real." A tough book to do. I said no. I want because I love the the movie, and the book, of course, you know, is is a. It's good, but it's probably one of those instances where I could say the movie is actually better than the book, because the book was the book was good. Don't get me wrong, but the 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 creative choices that um, Stanley Kubrick made yeah. with the material from the book, I enjoyed it a little bit better. But the book was good. But it was hysterical. She was like, I can't believe you want to read this. I said, well, I love the movie. Let's try reading the book. Then I realized a lot of it's in Russian. It's yeah. like a mixture of Russian and everything. So you have to keep looking up the words. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> but the movie, Clockwork Orange, man, fantastic amazing. movie. No, just to respond to, I guess, Stefan and then uh, James, I, it, this be, this, we were covering the 70s, but Aliens is in my top 10 movies of all time. 
if there's no alien, there's no alien. So aliens, right. you know, it, it's in that rare case where, of course, you know, the original is great, but aliens, James Cameron, it just went, it went bonkers. It, it was surpassed expectations. Aliens is amazing. We need to do a sci-fi listing, by the way. Oh, like yeah. Sci-fi, we yeah, we, that's coming. We should, that's coming, dude. everybody. That's coming. Oh, I mentioned Black Christmas before, man. That's in my top five, man. I love me some Black Christmas, Fuck, yeah. man. That's probably one of the only, like, aside from Halloween, like, holiday-themed horror movies I'll watch all year, man. I, I, after this, like, I could easily sit down and watch Black Christmas. I love that movie. Yeah. It's over, man. It's over. It's over, man. Clockwork. And this is great because this, uh, this is the name of, uh, if you ever watch Sean Clark's videos, that's the name of his production company, Videwell Films. Videwell Films. Yes, very well, very well. And there's, and I almost forgot about this one, which was um, mentioned as not necessarily a huge inspiration on Halloween, but Westworld. Did you ever watch Westworld with the old Brenner? No, 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 I have not. West He's that World robot movie. that's out of control. Is that a yeah, movie West- or a show? No, it's a movie. It's called Westworld. with Yul Brenner, and he's like a—it's almost like an early form of like a RoboCop. I think he's like this. Um, it's been a minute since I watched it. Before when I remember, he's like a Western. He's like a robot who's like a Western cowboy. Oh, that, yeah, he's the. Oh, that's the movie that inspired uh, Arnold to do Terminator. Right. He used. Yeah, he used that it's as sort the inspiration. Of, it's like a precursor to all that. Yeah. Yes, he used. Uh, I remember an interview Arnold did. He mentioned Yul Brenner. Um, in an interview, that that was his inspiration for the Terminator, the original. That's right. That's, That's right. a movie we should do a watch along at some point. Because I have not That's watched right. that movie. Probably, see, I'm 51, probably 40 years. Probably the last time I seen that. That's awesome. Where's the third dude? <laughs> I've copied Westworld, but never watched it. I heard the now we mentioned it earlier. Brett, yeah. who is usually uh, in the podcast with it, Brett is on vacation. He's, He's on vacation. Drive. He's currently en route from Vegas to. Um, Southern California. I'm so, sorry, sorry, Stefan. If we're if if the two of us are not good for you, man, I'm sorry. We're not good enough, man. I'm That's sorry. the one. Sorry. Yeah, we're not the tripod without the third leg. You know, he's the but eye candy, not. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We miss you, Brett. We love you. Oh yeah, he was he was going to try to call in, but he's actually currently driving. He said, "I've so. been to Vegas." <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna go. To I, Va- I, I guarantee you, we're, we're the two of us are good enough for you, Stefan. We we bring enough firepower, you know. You got and, brains and, and the brawn. <laughs> well, I'll be probably heading. We, wife and I talk about going to Vegas before we go to Pasadena for age forty-five. So, and I've never been to Vegas, so it'll be fun. But I'm looking at some of the comedy horror here from the seventies, and of oh. course, what what's one of my favorite comedy horrors? Come on, bring it, bring it. We did a watch along Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was 1975, ready for that. 1975. One of my favorites. <laughs> oh God, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. There's also uh, Young Frankenstein. That's is that, uh, that's uh, MB's favorite, right? That is her absolute favorite. We need to do a watch along with that and bring the ladies in because it's a his and hers perspective. We got to do it, man. Hey, we got to do was it. Was that the Bunny Ranch? He didn't send me fucking pictures. He's gonna get his ass handed to him when he gets back. I am peanut butter and jelly. Fuck that. <laughs> you better not have cheating on us. You, you're gonna do that instead of the podcast? No, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I I am touching naked women. I'm ha- I'm touching fun parts. I can't be on the podcast, yeah. bastard. Yeah. That's right. And I'm still scrolling for some other cool. Some um, see, they're calling these splatter <laughs> horror movies. Okay. Eaten alive. Good oh. movie. Oh, I'm talking that dirty a long now. time. And I've seen that version too. 
I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And um and it just, just it just proves the point that the seventies was just a great oh, you know decade so of filmmaking. Just so good. So good. It's when Can't the horror movie really came into its own, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, of course, there was you had the universal monster horror movies, and you had, you know, you had Psycho, you had the birds, you had that type yeah. of stuff. But I mean, seventies was really the birth. You know what a good idea is? You you know, much like Shutter, is have a horror movie like channel or like you know whatever strictly for seventies horror or or like slash movies. From the seventies, that's it. Like, imagine that. Well, doesn't Tubi do something like that? I, am not, I don't know. I'm, I don't know, but wrong. but you know, it might be limited. You know, they may not have like. Imagine if you will, they had every film made in the seventies on this on this platform. Imagine that. That yeah, would be I, cool. Oh, that'd be great if they if you want to say. I can't. I, I admittedly don't remember I, I, if it's to be or Shutter that does something like that. I mean, yeah. I know they have them categorized by like psychological thriller, slasher, yeah. yes. you know, um, all that type of shit. But I thought it was one of those streaming services that had it by um, decade. I could be wrong. Let me know if yeah. I am. Anybody tell me in the chat. The chat. I could yeah. be wrong. Willy yeah. Wonka is a bit of a horror film. The tunnel scene. Yeah. No. Don't stop. Please don't. That's awesome. Well, that was a big thing, especially as a kid. I remember watching it as a kid with my parents and them being like, should you be watching this? Because that, remember, when they're going through that, as you know, Stefan's mentioned, when they go into that tunnel, do you see like a chicken get his head cut off and everything? It's like, yes, it was very trippy for what should have been, you know, a, ch a children's uh, movie. But that, that movie favorite. actually, you know, whenever they get on the little, you know, the boat or whatever, that was terrifying. You know, when he's screaming and it gets dark and they show like the insects in the background and all that. Remember that scene? And yeah. Then, ah, and then they just stops and then they're there. Like that was terrifying as a kid. I remember watching that and that shit was scary as hell. So it may not have been a horror movie, but God damn it, that shit was creepy. Oh, Stefan, go back and watch the 78 Invasion of Body Snatchers. It's really good. It's, mm -hmm. it's uh, just, just a great movie. Great remake. One of the better remakes. Um sure. Joe saw Scream 6, still want to be an actor. It's still my dream. Do it, man. I'm too I old for that bad, shit. Have some bad news, man. I'm going to make it big before you do. So my, I'm, let my, you know that. I'm 51. You know what my goal is? <laughs> is, is, to, is to retire as soon as I can because I hate getting up to go to work. Hey, hey, Joseph. You can come on and we, see, we can see who acts better. Who's a better actor. Come on. Come on to the show. Blake wants to know how the bath was. How was that bath? Big Joe, how was that death, Joe? Let us know. Just teasing, just teasing. But that so was super fun, man. man. Good court, good category. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this is this is just a and maybe we could just keep going because maybe next week Brett will be back. You guys, we can do our love of eighties horror because there's, there's a lot of meat on that bone. Oh, I mean, eighty. Admittedly, eighties was the decade that gave us the horror franchise, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because that's when they started really going with part twos and part threes and part fours and final chapters, new beginnings, stick your finger in my ass, all these fucking just keep going and going and going with them because, hey, they're making money, man. Just put it out there. Jason yeah. in space. Jason <laughs> is a proctologist. You know, just, just put all this shit out there. Amen. So 80s really was the decade of the franchise, turning it into a franchise. 
Yeah, I look at I, I kind of you know I was thinking about this this idea, and it's when it comes to horror movies, I look at them as kind of like a totem pole. You know, you got seventies horror here. They're the they're the base. Then you can just strictly start stacking eighties, nineties, like everything builds on itself. And we're at a point where it's it's an accumulation of everything that has happened in the past. So seventies kicks ass, man. All day, every day. Yeah, well, Stefan's on board. Yeah, man, we'll definitely be doing it next. I think eighties be a lot of fun. Halloween too, man. Oh, and we always talk about this, but in search of darkness, uh, they just uh, not too long ago released uh, part three. So if you guys have time on your hands, go watch In Search of Darkness to catch up on your 80s horror. Do it. Do it. Do it. What's this all about? Mary Beth, don't let Joe do his monologue voice. Oh, I practice when I'm acting. Uh, I do it to the family. I'm an idiot. Don't listen. Don't listen to her. <laughs> don't listen to her. So that is our love of 70s movies, man. If, if anybody watching, you know, we got a lot of comments in the chat. Anybody watching after the fact, hit us up in the, in the comments below. We'll let us know some of the 70s movies we didn't talk about because there's a ton of them. I had a shitload yep. of them up there. There's a lot. There's 70s really, as far as I'm concerned, because if you go back into the, the 60s, admittedly, there's some B movies in the 60s, but not like B movies in the 70s. B movies no. in the 70s really became into its own with some of the B movies. So there's a lot of B movie horror and B comedies too in the 70s. They go back and watch. <laughs> So there's just a lot there, but next week, yeah, we'll do our love of the 80s. That'll be a lot of fun. In Search of Darkness, everybody. Check it out. I've, I have to definitely check that out. It's it's long as fuck. It's three parts. They just There was one and then two, and then uh, part three just released not too long ago. So it's amazing. Check it out, guys. So now we're going to take a complete left turn from 70s horror <gasps> and do each week we do a do a we do do a do a do a we do a movie review. Could be horror, could be comedy, could be anything. So uh, we were discussing this the other day, our love of John Candy, and we said, how great would it be to do a movie review of one of our favorites from the eighties, nineteen eighty nine, Uncle Buck? So let's do a movie review. Very nice. So, one of my favorite John Candy movies is this movie. By so, far. Uh, hopefully, everybody out there has seen Uncle Buck. Uh, we're going to talk about this for a little bit, and we're going to then we have a great top five coming up too. So, stick around for that. So, Uncle Belk saw this movie back in 1989. I just I don't recall seeing this in the theater, so I probably saw it after the fact, either on VHS or on. Um, on HBO or Skinamax, one of them. I don't remember seeing this in the theater. I usually remember most movies that I have seen in the theater. But Uncle Buck is it's just so much fun. John Candy, it was just deadpan humor. He always plays the the like the guy that's like the outcast type guy that come that that everybody just thinks nothing of. Then he finally brings him around to his little world. And this movie is just so much fun. You have um what the hell is the woman's girl's name? I forget her name. Which one? The, the real bitch daughter. Oh, uh, she that was, a, was uh she was on that TV show for a while too back in the nineties. She was cute. Oh, um, Jane Louisa Kelly. Yeah, she was yeah. on this TV show too back in the day. I yeah. used to watch it, was pretty funny. Yeah, that's right. And she was a real bitch because the family moved up and moved. 
and then she of course she didn't want to move and she was kind of being a bitch to the parents and then of course she had not she wanted nothing to do with uncle buck because uncle buck came in to watch them because the mother's uh father had a heart attack so they had to go to what was it indiana or indianapolis or something like that i forget yeah yes i actually did rewatch it the other night because because i said i haven't watched it in a minute and it's a great fucking movie so i had to stay up and watch it so and, and of course you have a young macaulay culkin who was hysterical in this and his sister whose name is escaping me too the little girl now the little girl has a pretty storied uh history too because the little girl in it it was Macaulay Corkin's sister. I don't remember her name, but her mother was one of the Andy Warhol factory yeah. act- actresses. Gabby Hoffman is her name. Yeah. Gabby yeah. Hoffman. And her mother was like Divine or Vixen or something like some porn type name. And she was, she starred in uh, some of the Andy Warhol films back in the late sixties, early seventies. And they talked, there's actually a real good um, documentary that I remember seeing about um her and her mother because you know you see this little girl playing the sister in this movie i don't think anything of it but they lived in the chelsea hotel in manhattan which if you guys have never heard of the chelsea hotel it's famous for back in the 70s like drug dealers and drug addicts living in and one of the most famous crimes in in the history of new york took place there that is where sid vicious killed nancy spongen oh wow in the chelsea hotel oh wow and they lived there when when she was growing up. They talked about living in, um, being on uh, welfare and stuff like that. So, her mom was involved in that whole scene. And so, there's, she has like she had a book or a documentary. I mean, I remember reading something about it somewhere. So it's pretty interesting. Side note of of who this little girl is that you just think she's some some insignificant character in this movie. She's got the storied history behind it. And actually, she's a very she actually acts in a lot of stuff. Believe it or not, if you do look her up. She's yep. been in a lot of stuff, and she. But the two of, but between her, but her Macaulay Culkin starring as the two little kids, they were perfect. They were just hysterical. The scene where John Candy walk into Macaulay Culkin and Macaulay Culkin's asking him all the questions. Are you married? Yeah. No. You have a job? No. Yeah. Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? It's just. What's your, what's your record for consecutive questions asked? <laughs> it's like I love that scene. The best exchanges. Ever in a movie yeah. is that is that scene? And I you have uh, Lori Metcalf, who's the horny neighbor that comes over. Yes, yeah, she's got yellow rid of. teeth. She got yellow teeth. <laughs> I mean, no, I could I talk it. the whole movie here, and I don't want to shoot people's uh, ears off because you wanted to do your review too. But this is one of yeah. the, one of my favorite John Candy movies. One of my favorite John Hughes movies. The Absolutely. great late great John Hughes. Amazing. And it's just it's such a fun yeah. watch. It's a heartwarming story from start to finish. You know where it starts out where. You know, he's kind of like this bum that doesn't want to work or whatever. And he's got the girlfriend. He's stringing along. And and they don't even want him to watch, but they're up against the wall. And he's at their last resort. And how he redeems himself. The little girl redeems herself. The mother yes. redeems herself. It's such a great story. So if you haven't seen Uncle Buck, get out from under a fucking rock and go watch Uncle Buck. And I would easily give this a nine. That's all. Oh, you are an animal. I love Easily. You. That's a great, great, great score, man. I, I mean, what do, what do I say that hasn't already been said? That movie is is a must watch anytime you you turn it on the TV, and if it's anywhere where it is, you just got to keep watching it. Uh, John Candy, he's the big, lovable, <laughs> fun uncle. Um, the kids are great. I think the situation makes for a fun story. The fact that he's kind of like this loser, outcast uncle, and you know he's needed. 
And but you know what? I think he's a great person because he put everything aside, even though he had this big deal coming up and all this stuff to to be there for his family. I just think yeah, he right. Chance. He had that whole that one time of the year where yes. he goes to the track because his friends fixed the races. They can make That's all this right. money, and he puts it aside because he's got to go take care of the kids, which is he's, you know, and and not to interrupt you, but it looks like our our uh, our trilam is uh, chiming in. What's up, Brady? Oh. Hey, there Holy he is. Holy smokes. Miles, he's cooking her garbage. You remember he's when he was cooking a breakfast? Garbage. <laughs> he's cooking garbage. Garbage. Hey, how, how, wait, how, how are you chiming in if you're supposed to be driving? Unless you, unless you, is Lisa, I hope she's got the wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but he, that brings up a good point. Like when he's making breakfast, he's trying to do everything bigger and better. He makes the big pancakes for the birthday and all that stuff. Like he has a big heart. He's a great, great uncle. Hi, Brady. Um, it, it to me it shows his warmth. It shows how he cared because not only that they made the pancakes and was trying to do laundry, even though you know what the fuck he was doing. He was trying to kill a certain bug, and you know what bug? <laughs> <laughs> you remember what kind of bug he was trying to kill, right? That fucking guy that was trying to sleep with his niece. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, bug. And, and I loved how he was very eerie and creepy, especially when he had him in the trunk. And it was just, it was so good. The the film is, it's, it's something that me and MB watch. <laughs> like, Jesus took the wheel for Brett. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember his car, the fucking muffler. He would wait for it. Boo! And everybody would drop down. Like, <laughs> like they're shooting. And he's like, he's like, have you ever, I like when she asked the question. She's like, have you ever had anybody embarrass you that bad or something? And he sits there and he's thinking about it. No. <laughs> That's the best. That sums it up. He's the best. John I Candy love his card. Man. Every time they get there, she's like, cover your ears. Why? Just cover your ears. <laughs> 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 and, 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 you know, of course, the ending is very sentimental. He won the kids over. He won uh, the oldest uh, daughter over. He won and Shanice, just, his girlfriend. Yeah, he won over. Yeah, Shanice. He won Shanice. So, you know, Uncle Buck, you know, he won over buddy. Won over everybody. Um, but it, it was such a fun movie and it still is to this day. And God damn it. God, rest in peace, John Candy. God damn that it. just kills me. Yes. Fucking shit. shit. Stefan, shout out to Stefan. Cause I was thinking the same thing. And, uh, you want to give it our little Halloween tie in when he, when they were all sleeping together in the bed, Mr. Sandman was playing. Remember? That's right. That's right. Cause a little girl wanted to sleep. She's like, you don't want to sleep in me. Why do you want to sleep in me? She's like, and she just wouldn't budge. That's he right. Was those, then the three of them were all sharing the bed. Oh, together. He's like, no, Absolutely not. And she's out just of like, the question out of the question. No, you don't want to, huh? Me? One of the one of the times I watched this with my wife years ago, my wife's like looking at me like this. I go, "What are you looking?" at? She goes, "She goes, because that's you." Because like my daughter's like, "Read me a story." Do this, not like, no, no, no. And my daughter would just sit there like this. Oh, I love it. Until I said yes, I I'm like, okay, it. fine, I'll do it. That was me. Uh, I'm a sucker. That's too funny, bro. Uh, yeah, what a great movie. So what what would you give it out of 10? Well, out of sushis. Out of sushis. Uh, oh, I never got the sushi picture. You never sent it to me, you bastard. Oh, I didn't? No, I didn't get sushi picture. Oh, that's okay. Oh, look, she just talked. Did you hear her? She just talked. She you you heard said, her name. She said, Meow. look, so I give it, I give Uncle Buck nine sushis. Nine hey, sushis, yeah. Hi, great hi, movie. Take care, Joe. See you soon. Joseph's head Say down. hi, look. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Okay, okay. I love you too. Bye.
I, okay. So how many? I give it eight. Uh, you said you did nine. God dog it. Eight. Eight sushis. Fuck it. Eight sushis. Four out of four. Stefan gives it. Yep. That's Very it, man. Nice. It's such a great movie, man. <gasps> I can hear sushi talking. You hear her talking? She heard you, buddy. She heard you. She's talking to you. She heard me. So that is our review of Uncle Buck. And if you haven't seen Uncle Buck, you have a serious problem. Yeah. Go check out Uncle Buck. Great. Go watch any John Hughes movie. Oh, there's yeah. not a. I don't. I can't think of a bad one amongst them. Fucking Breakfast Club, Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller. Fucking. I mean, come on. The going. list goes on. And, and, the, and the only bad thing about him is that that they took him. That he was taken way too early. Oh yeah. Fucking. So that is Uncle Daniel. Buck. Yes, my friend. Very lovely. That was a fun. That's a fun movie, man. Golly, that's a fun movie. Ugh. And everybody knows we're uh, movie fanatics, TV fanatics. We're always watching something. Joe was watching John Wick earlier, so we do a little segment where we try to talk, tell people what we've watched this week, and maybe inspire you to go see it. Or you guys can tell us what you watched and maybe give us some ideas about some stuff to watch. So, That's what right. did you watch this? Love that. And shout out to Stefan right there, man. This is a movie I've seen I haven't seen in a minute. I have to go back and watch. Stefan, watch Weird Science. Yes. Yes, yes. Times 10. Yes. Absolutely. Bitch need my nuts. In the family jewels. In the family jewels. <laughs> Broke my heart. Broke more than that. Ugh. What a great movie, man. It's Weird Science. So this week. I had my list, and of course, what did I change? Why did I change my page? Hold on a second. So I did wrote down some of the things I watched. One of the things I did watch, which I mentioned earlier when we talked about the 70s, I did watch Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which is the first horror movie I ever saw. So I did watch that the other night. Very nice. And shout out to the Slaughtered, the Slaughtered Lamb podcast. If anybody here is not following the Slaughtered Lamb podcast, you guys don't know what the fuck you're missing because those guys are awesome, Darren and Frank. Yes. I'm a Patreon member, and they did a Patreon-only watch-along on Friday. We watched The Thing, John Carpenter's Thing. Amazing. So, so I watched the thing the other day with with those guys. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I rewatched Uncle Buck, like I said, because there's no you don't need a reason to watch Uncle Buck, whether you're doing a review or not. Just go watch it. No reason needed. And I did mention how I I just recorded my top thirty Twilight Zone episodes. So of course that got me watching Twilight Zone. <laughs> so, so so I was watching several episodes, and I and I will be doing because. You know the thing I do on the cha- on this channel where I do who did it better. I have another one in mm-hmm. the works. I'm probably gonna record it in the next week or two. Who did it better, William Shatner or John Lithgow in Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet? Oh wow, you you went deep there, my friend. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So for Whoa. those that don't know, if you guys ever Whoa. seen Nightmare Twenty Thousand Feet, the episode of The Twilight Zone where with William Shatner, where he's seen the gremlin on the wing of the plane while he's flying. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the Twilight Zone movie that came out in the early 80s, where they did a remake of it in that movie with John Lithgow playing that part. Yes. And and John Lithgow hit it out of the park. He was really, really good. Yes. So no, and it, that's that. a cool fucking scene in memory, dude. Like you, you just that that lives on in my head. Oh. So that so I, as I was doing it, I'm like, that would be a real good who did it better. And admittedly, I don't know who did it better because 
I mean, of course you can go and do the OG with William Shannon, which is great. But yeah. I'm telling you, man, you go watch the version that John with John Lithgow. That was fucking awesome. It was really good. I'm excited for the, that episode. I'm excited now. I'm excited. Fuck so you. that is what I, I, I think. Um, I think that's what I watched this week. I'm sure I've other, I watched other stuff. But that's what I wrote down that I did watch this week. You, I know you just saw John Wick, the new John Wick, right? Yeah, man. Literally uh, just got home from the theater. Um, it was on my radar. I wanted to see it last week, but you know, of course, it didn't release this, this weekend. And it was just me and MB. And we do fucking loved every second of it man like if you're a fan of the just the franchise you're just gonna love this movie even more non-stop action non-stop kickassery um it, it it brings in some new elements uh some fun characters it, it's just john wick it's it, it's what you expect from a john wick film uh it's just over the top nonsense action super fun uh, and just sit back and relax. If you had a long day, it's it's a movie to just sit back and relax and enjoy. Uh, fucking kick the ass, man. So we'll, we'll probably do a review on it probably sometime next week. Uh, but I'm excited, man. Super good movie. So go my watch only, it. Yeah. Yeah. My only problem with any um, Keanu Reeves movies is I wish they would invent like a vaccine mm -hmm. so that every time I saw him, I wouldn't think it was Bill and Ted. Yeah. Yeah. You, because, need, the you need the neuralizer. There's like a, there's a nerve in my in my brain that when I see him in a movie other than Bill and Ted, I just see him in Bill and Ted. Oh man! And it's just like a yeah, yeah. Totally. Just I, I don't know, I don't know, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but a lot of channels are making Indiegogo fan films. You guys want a cameo in mine and Ronnie's? Oh, dude, you want us? We're in Harry and the Henderson sequel. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I can be I can be a uh, Harry. Obviously, <laughs> he, could, he could be Harry. Yeah, yeah, I'll be Harry. <laughs> get Joe in there, and we'll get my son. If you have, if you guys have never seen my son, my son looks like Joe's twin. Believe it or we're not, twins. I, I, we're twins. I call every time I refer to my son, I, I refer to him as <laughs> Joe's son because apparently he must have came and visited my wife twenty years ago. Yeah, even though I, that's the one part of the country I've never visited, so I would. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I and not only not only John John Wick. Uh, there was uh, three other movies. Uh, we were able to watch um and you're gonna appreciate uh this one buddy uh cobra from 1986 great movie. you're a disease what a great movie we that should do a cheer there's not enough time to do watch alongs but that's got to be on a watch along and you know because it's on it's on hbo max so i guess it it followed kind of like my watch history and it was like movies you would like, and fucking first thing was Cobra from '86, the year I was born, obviously 1986. Um, I know. Every time you mention that date, it makes me old. 1986, I was a freshman <laughs> in high school. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Keanu Reeves does not age. Yeah, he's definitely he uh, he's like the portrait of Dorian Gray. He just does not get older. No, yeah, and you're right, Stefan. Uh, the movie is cheesy as fuck. It's it's typical '80s. Oh, it 90s. is cheesy, but it's so much fun. But it's just a, a kickback and fuck it. Just fuck it. It's a fuck it film. Fuck it. Just put yeah, it on. So he's fun. like, call in the Cobra. You know, he's his name is Marion Cobretti, you know. And um, he's part of, uh, I forgot what task force he's a part of. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, me neither, man. It's been, yeah, I he's like, admittedly, a zombie squad or zombie or some shit. I don't remember. I haven't seen it in probably <laughs> 20 years. 
Oh, dude, it's so funny. And then Brigitte, uh, Brigitte Nelson. Brigitte Nielsen, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was in there. She was a Before she hit a wall. Well, yeah, oh, she hit a motherfucking wall. Yeah. And then the guy who was in, uh, do you remember Lionheart? No, she hit the wall. She backed up and, and she, hit the wall again. <laughs> yeah. And he's like the, the bad guy. He was like a serial killer. He was part mm -hmm. of a, a group of the New World Order or some shit. Come here, pig. Pig, I'm going to got you, pig. All that, oh, all that creepy shit. They're fighting with chains swinging around and, you know, so good, action-packed. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, one of my favorite scenes, I just had to get this out, was whenever he's he's going to his apartment and uh, he's trying to park, but there's a lowrider in his way, so he he nudges it mm -hmm. to get it out of the way. And he, <laughs> the guy gets out, a cholo gets out. He's like, hey, what's up, ese? What's your problem? You have a problemo, ese? He's like, hey. He's like, you need to clean up your act. And he grabs his shirt and he rips that bitch. <laughs> and he walks away. He's like, chinga tu madre, cabron. <laughs> he just takes the paper. He's like, fuck you. Wow. The next time he Look. comes, he the guy is like, oh, no problem. The guy moves his car and then he goes and parks. He's like, you're outstanding, Oh, I love what it, man. A, that's that such a, what a good movie, man. This guy's been so uh, fucking long since I've seen it, man. I got to go back and watch that this week. Oh Not enough time. You know, I, I could get so much done if I didn't have to work. This work thing really fucks me up. Yeah, it sucks being an adult, right, my brother? Oh, God. I'm <laughs> adult, man. I'm getting close to grandparents' age. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, not at all. You're in your what prime time. I have... People, you know what? You know when you feel old. I mean, granted, I'm 51, which to these days technically, technically is not that old. But you know, you're old when you have when I have friends I graduated with that have grandkids. Good golly almighty! Woo. Yeah, yeah, that that's fucked up. Hey, what's like, up, Gramps? <laughs> yeah, what's up, like, oh, Gramps? Oh, uppercut right in the face. Right I already there. told my kids. I said, when you guys have kids, they come to me and say, "Hi, Grandpa." I'm like, eh, eh, eh. nobody says a G word. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> and then, and there was uh, two more movies uh, that we watched, and we were really like in a watching zone this past week. But I was, I was fortunate enough to watch these two movies with my fiance and my my lovely daughter. Um, and so we watched Mummy One and Mummy Two uh, with Brendan Fraser. Oh, wow, Brendan Fraser, Oscar winner, Brendan. Yes, Fraser. we. I was. Uh, I think I was getting a haircut. Right, I was getting my hair cut, and the mummy was on the TV, and I just remembered that. And we came home, and then we ended up watching those two back to back. It's kind of like watching Halloween and Halloween Two. You have to watch Mummy One and Mummy Two. They they go very good together. If you're just killing time, admittedly, you know? if I'm gonna watch anything with him, I'm gonna watch Encino Man. Oh yeah, I love Fuck, yeah. Man. I love Encino Man too. I fucking love that movie. God damn it. So, yeah, those were – and not to cover too much on The Mummy. Um, you see you them know? on TNT all the time. You know, fuck, they're always mummy on TNT. Always a Mummy Marathon. And, and yes, we do not say the Gramps three times. Oh, yeah. Nobody says a G word. I'm going to say a G word. You see, Mummy Marathon scream is good. I, gotta, I haven't seen RPO. <laughs> but, no, so those are the films. So we watched uh, The Mummies uh, 1 and 2, Cobra, and then, of course, today – uh, John Wick 4, which rocks ass. So everybody go watch it if you haven't. It's all awesome. I did catch a part of of um, Smile again last night. I, I oh. didn't watch it. My wife and my daughter will watch it because they were interested in it. And I, we did our review of Smile. And it was a fun watch. But it was, um, to me, there's movies I would go back and rewatch because I enjoy it. Uh -huh. So 
Did we should just do that'd be a good um top five or top ten movies you watched once that you enjoyed, but you really have no desire to go back and see them again? That's a great idea. Fucking coin that pin that in. Smile was a movie. I watched it, I enjoyed it. Do I need to go back and re see to, to see it again? No, not really. That is a knock, knock at the cat. Knock at the Cabin. That's another one. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It kept me interested. It was fun to watch. Dude. Do I need to go back and watch it again? No. no. I really don't. That's I a don't. great fucking topic. Honestly, you, we could probably... I know we love top fives, but that's a top ten What's up, Jake? Man. Jake's up in the house. What's up? What's up, big fella? Call us gentlemen. Watch your language. I know, right? I beg to differ, sir. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's oh. a great topic. You, write that down. That's a good one. That's great. Yeah, because I, I haven't seen – got to go see and see, Stefan, go watch it. See it, man. You'll appreciate it. Oh. But, you know, because there's movies – because I, I didn't even have it on this list again because I didn't think I needed to even put it on this list again because most – you guys know, because usually I put the TV – if I, every room I go on, my wife yells at me because I put the TV on because I usually put something on because I want to – because I try to – fit time in to watch something when I have a moment. So I usually do all the cooking in my house, believe it or not, which my wife would probably be punching me right now. Don't tell everybody that. But I usually do all the cooking. And I don't have a problem doing it. She doesn't eat meat, so I usually have to cook what me and the kids eat because she doesn't eat meat. And I'll cook something separate for her. So I put the TV on. I like to have her on the background. I'll put a TV show on or I'll scroll through to find what movies are on. And of course, I did it today again. And I'm scrolling this morning, putting having breakfast, and then what's on? The Warriors. Yeah. Like, Seriously, can I put it on again? Because I usually put up because notice I put Pluto TV on, admittedly, a lot because A, it's free. There's usually a lot of shit on there for fun, but they do play a lot of this. What they do is they rotate stuff. When it comes to movies, they'll play this, the same set of movies a hundred times in that yes. month. Then they rotate them for the next month. So I just usually put it on the background. It's like white noise when I'm cooking or doing stuff and of course the warriors so the warriors run again so there's movies like the warriors there's movies like halloween there's movies yeah. like creep show there's movies like uncle buck there's movies like uh, jaws those movies you can watch over and over again and that's a matter of it. i mean i could watch them a hundred million times and still find enjoyment in them but there's other movies that I, i'll watch and i can honestly say i'm like i did enjoy it but you know what i really have no desire to go back and watch it again yeah because there's I, nothing, there's nothing I need to go back and rewatch to see. And Am then, I right? you know what, you Does have that make sense. No, it makes perfect sense because now you bring in the question. There's two lists there you can do: movies you can't watch after watching it one time, and then movies you can watch over and over and over. There's two lists right there, two yeah. top fives right there. Yeah, yeah. And Stefan's right. This was a fun watch on the second round. Megan, I enjoyed it again. Yes, I watched it. I watched it on my own, and then I went and watched it with my wife and my daughter, and I enjoyed it the second time. That's a movie I'd go back and watch again. That falls yeah. into the this, that doesn't fall in that category because I the second time around I actually enjoyed it even more because I saw stuff in it that I missed the first time around. But if I've watched the whole movie and I pretty much seen everything that's supposed to see in that movie, no desire to see it again. You know, it it also has a lot to do with how you're feeling or or you know what's going on in your life at that time. Because, you know, I've gone to see movies where I was just wanting to have a good time and party and I got wasted and I don't remember that motherfucking shit for whatever reason. Oh, <laughs> you know, we've been there. they're done that. Yeah. And there's movies that I had nothing else better to do. And I, I stumbled upon a film or watched it and it was one of the best movies in my opinion. So it, it all depends on your your mental state or where you're at as a person at that time. 
So it, it, I think that kind of goes into it. So uh, it, it, it's a fun, it's a fun topic, dude. I think that's that is, and you just created another topic that would be really good. I could yeah. pick a couple of movies where I were hesitant seeing because I really didn't want to see it. Then walked yeah. out saying, damn, I'm glad I went and saw that because that movie was fucking good. Yes, that's another. We got three topics right there, my friend. Right. Oh, there. Jake, you're right. If you ever yeah. watch the horror channel on Pluto, there's like a Halloween marathon at least every day or every other day. It's always H2O. <laughs> it's always it's always Halloween abortion. Yeah. Um, Shmorshin. Yeah. It's usually the Curse of Michael Myers, and that's <laughs> actually yeah because they don't show them all. There's usually Halloween abortion. There's a uh, Curse of Michael Myers. Is H2O. And just as of late, they started showing Rob Zombies one and two. Oh, really? They it's yeah. finally fell down to that level. <laughs> yeah, they've been showing one. Well, they, they showed. I mean, no knock on Rob Zombie because I do mo enjoy most of his movies because yeah, they're they're fun watches. And but Pluto plays a lot of Rob Zombie movies, so you'll always you'll always find House of a Thousand Corpses on there. You're gonna find Devil's Rejects. Oh, you'll, nice. you'll you'll find um, the Lords of Salem on there. Nice. And you'll see Halloween one and two on there. So you do see a lot of his movies on there. Very nice. Very nice. Pluto's not bad. You put me on Pluto, I believe. Not bad because I was trying to watch it's that. Free, it's man. I, it's... I was trying to watch Silent Rage with Chuck Norris. And if it wasn't for you recommending that, that's where I was I watched it on. I watched it on Pluto. Si if you, anybody out there, if you guys have if you guys like Halloween, like we like Halloween, if you've never seen Silent Rage, go watch Silent Rage. With Chuck Norris, it's a great movie. It's it came out probably shit. What year was that? It had to be a year or two after Halloween, and it's a story about this guy who's like this unkillable person, like a Myers, and he acts like Michael Myers, as yep. albeit he was human. He was manufactured because he was shot and killed. He was a mental patient, and they shot him full of this serum that they this experimental serum to bring people back to life. And then they gave him so much of it, he was invincible. Like they'd cut him, and it would just seal up. Yes, and he just kept coming after them, and of course, who is the sheriff? Chuck Norris. Chuck, Chuck Norris, <laughs> and who's his deputy? Which is even better. Is a fat guy. <laughs> I can't remember his, his deputy is Flounder from Animal House. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm, forget, that's right. I'm forgetting his real name, but he's Flounder from Animal House. Oh my God. Yeah, but yeah, Blake, yeah, Blake knows he loves Silent Rage. It's an '82 movie. Yeah, it's '82. I can remember the year, but that is that's such a great movie. Go watch that. Ron, Ron Silver's in that too. Yeah, he is. Probably the only movie that comes to mind with Chuck Norris in the sex scene. Oh yeah, he dominated. I could be wrong, but I don't know any other movie where he did a sex scene. <laughs> he dominated that vagina. By the way, I'm just saying. And she and she had a I, she was hot as hell. She was beautiful, great body. <laughs> Nice assets, and um, who would have thought you'd see Chuck Norris in a freaking sex scene? He was Pimp and Daddy Kane, Pimp Daddy Stephen and Stephen. Yep, thank you for uh, I couldn't think of his name, Stephen First. There you um, go, there you go. That's his name. Go see Silent Rage, that's such a fun, fun movie. Absolutely, couldn't agree. I, I, I remember hearing that from uh, from Pat. I went and watched it, and I was immediately hooked. Immediately, I was visiting my mom, and we what I, I put it. I downloaded Pluto, did everything at my mom's. And we watched it. I watched it with my my mom was there, and B was there. My daughters were there, and we fucking watched Silent Rage as a family. And my mom, you know, she's real old school. She's like, "Oh my god, 
why is he going around killing everybody? <laughs> <laughs> like real, like old school. I was like, because that's just, you know, he's, you know, and I explained what you explained. Like, oh, this happened before, you know, a little after the Michael Myers and the whole Halloween and, Everybody's like, oh, I get that. I was talking like I knew everything. It was so fun. That movie is just the best. It was like it was uh, like Chuck, Chuck Norris's precursor to Walker, Texas Ranger, because he had yeah. the cowboy hat and he was like the sheriff. That's right. That's right. And ultimate badass, as always. He's the only one who could take him down. Blake Scott, yeah, he was basically Wolverine, bad guy from Shawshank, has like yeah. one line in it. Yeah, Doc, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And then he hangs yes. up and he goes, then he goes, then he murders his, the mother, the father. Yeah. Yes. He goes bananas. That's right. Fuck yeah. So good, Blake. Such yeah. a great, real good movie. Yeah. Stefan, go check it out. Go look, check out Silent Rage. Thanks, Pluto TV. <laughs> I haven't seen Silent Rage. Did he raise the vag silently? No, there was. Oh, he pretty much did because that Chuck did. He was, uh, well, they, they didn't show any Gina in that. There was no Gina. No. Did you see? I think you saw, was there boobies? You saw her boobs several times. Uh, boobies, yeah, but nothing you boobs, yeah, not, you didn't not see, below you, the belt. Yeah, you didn't see her, her, her nether fun part. But I think he had his shirt off, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, he had, yeah, you saw all the man hair. All there's the a one hair. scene where they have that real cheesy 70s music playing after they when they had sex, and then yeah. they're sitting there and he's sitting there with the shirt off, like yeah, like, he's all like badass. <laughs> and she's like flicking over coy, like, are we gonna fuck again? Yo, she was she was a horn dog. That yeah. girl was a horny. She was a horn dog. Yeah. yeah. Such a great go. Everybody out there, if you haven't seen Silent Rage, man, that's a fun, fun movie. Go check it out. Oh, um, shit. So good. Cool. So what that is what what well we of course we always go off on a tangent, which is which is the best part of the podcast when we do that. So that is what we've watched this week. Let us know anything you guys have seen that we haven't seen and just drop it in the comments. Yeah. Tell us after the fact. Send us uh, nasty letters, whatever you guys got to do. Whatever you want. Her clam? Look at that. No, we didn't. Oh. You don't see the clam in that. I haven't heard that no. term used in a while. I need to bring it back. Thanks, Stefan. I love you know, everybody's all about <laughs> camel toe and all this shit. The clam. Yeah. It's got a jewel inside. <laughs> no, yeah, you wanna... Well, I've always been a, a butt guy myself. So a balloon knot. Um well, did I just say that? <laughs> I, apologize. I, I apologize for this. Uh. I guess so, I'm the luckiest I, man in the world, then. So I guess I'm, I'm safe because my wife does not watch this podcast. She has no interest in the podcast. She has no interest in me, let alone the okay. fucking podcast. Okay. <clears throat> so, moving along, we're going to do a quick, since we're collectors, we always like to highlight something from our collection. So, we're going to do a quick collectible spotlight, and you'll get to see this nice little intro, which is my Halloween cave. Oh. Wow, did Joe, get real, Joe got real pretty all of a sudden. What the hell happened? He went to go get his collectible. Oh, and so he threw say. me in. I'm like, look at that. I'm like, wow, Joe, whatever you're doing, it looks damn good on yourself. <laughs> Screw hair overnight. So, Hi, everybody. ladies and gentlemen, this is the lovely MB. This is Joe's better half. Hello. She is, she is the second half of Moody's Mind. Yeah, yeah. So. 
So what else? So so how did you like? So you like John Wick? You were there with the big. With I did, big and thing. you know what? Actually, that was the first John Wick movie I've ever seen. I know it was the fourth one, and that's like blasphemous, I guess. Um, but uh, you know, I was really turned off by the first movie. I guess I was once told, "Oh, it's a great movie. You need to see it. You need to see it." And I am such an animal lover. The person who told me I needed to see it said, "Oh, the dog dies." And I said, I don't want to see a dog die. And my wife would be like, "No, right now I can go upstairs." My wife is laying in bed right now with two puppies right now. So I know that's what I was doing. We have three dogs, and so I was in the other room with them cuddling. Um, But yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go back and see all of the other ones. (laughs) It was really good. And everybody saying hi. Seven saying hi, Dudette. Hello. I don't know. I might take that $20 bet. That could be. $20 says Moody had to go take a shit. <laughs> he, I wouldn't be surprised if he had to pee. <laughs> I've been um, handing him these on the side. So That's that's probably what he's doing. He's probably going to mm-hmm. take a piss. That's what I think. He said he's getting the collectible. but. <laughs> so for those who don't know, MB is the other half of... Moody's mind, and she's she's absolutely the coolest. She Aww. does she does she does all the collecting stuff with Joe, and she loves, if my memory serves me correct, Batman. I love Batman. I do. She's the Batman collector. I do. It's like and on the, the side. The, the Keaton that's Batman. How, the Keaton Batman. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how Joe gets away with it. He was like, "Oh, I found all of these collectibles, and I found this for you, honey." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> you're, also, you're also a Harry Potter collector too, right? I, not a collector. I just I like Harry Potter. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if so. you collected it, but I knew I knew you were the Keaton Batman collector. Yes, of course. I love him. The so, um, Tim Burton ones are fa- phenomenal. Those are my favorite. Me too here, man. It's just I when I saw that the Super Bowl commercial with with Mike, Michael Keaton. Oh yeah. Cuz I don't usually watch the commercials admittedly that's usually my chance to go take a leak or do something cuz the commercials <laughs> right. admittedly when it comes to the Super Bowl over the last 5 6 years have just become complete dog shit. There's nothing good about them. They used yeah. to be so much fun to watch. And then we were all sitting there and I'm just like, "No." I'm like, "Is that Keaton?" I'm like, "How fucking awesome is that?" <laughs> I know. So, no. but I also like the 1960s Batman too, with Adam West. I love that. <laughs> I have all of those on Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean that was my childhood. When I was a kid, it was the OG Batman. Okay, now I'm dating myself. Is the OG <laughs> Batman? It was Evil Knievel. <laughs> Blake, Star- my wife's dead. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, hey, no, my wife collects horses and dogs apparently now. I, I am an animal collector for sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my wife has a horse and she's got two puppies now. Aww, but they're so cute. They're driving me crazy. It's like having newborns again. It, it is. It is really hard. And, and when you're so in the morning, I wake up and they're on top of my head, like kissing and licking me. And like, <laughs> Just let me get up. I gotta pee. That's the cat. That's the cat. She's insane. I think she thinks she's a dog. <laughs> well, my, my old dog uh, who passed away last year, he was a dog who thought he was a cat. It's like, come on, let's go. You want to play? And he's like, I ain't gonna. I, I'm not fucking moving off this couch. <laughs> he's like, you could dangle a string in front of me all you want, jackass. I ain't moving. Oh my god. And these dogs are the complete opposite. All they do want, want to do is play. 
Oh, they're so sweet. No, the cat follows me around. I'm like, come on, Sushi, let's go. And she follows me to the next room. And Joe gets super pissed off saying, she doesn't do that for me. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm the one who feeds her. So she follows me. <laughs> I remember watching the original, um, well, Evil, Can Evil, the, the dad. I remember watching him try to jump the fountains back in. That's geez, awesome. Was it, that's 76 or 77. And it was great because rest in peace, Robbie Knievel, who just passed away. Mm -hmm. Which I can't feel. I didn't know even though he had cancer. Um, but Robbie, if you did side-by-side -side comparisons, Robbie was much more successful than his father. I mean, his father created the genre, but yeah. his father used to crash all the time. <laughs> but Robbie, all the jumps his dad could make, he did. Except for that Snake River Canyon one. So Nobody ever me. Uh oh He's back. I had to make myself another drink. Uh, we, they were well, taking uh, bets if you were pooping. Blake oh, had a bet no. on it. Blake I went number one, shit. and then I got a drink. Hold <laughs> on, Blake I'm even said out. it was way too long. He figured you were taking a shit. Uh huh. Definitely shitting. <laughs> Here you go. All right, guys. I'll see y'all later. Bye. Now you're not gonna get anybody cooler than that young lady right there. All right. Hey hey. So we'll do our quick collectible spotlight. I I don't even remember what the hell I have on here for myself. Hold on. I have to bring up my screen to see what the hell it is. And, it's oh, been a long what, day, guys. I also did that. I went and got the collectible I wanted the spotlight. That's what I did. Yeah, too. it's been it's been a crazy <laughs> day for me. Let's see. Oh, no. Let me just shut this down. Give me one minute. Entertain the troops while I figure this out. No problem. So... Hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I know There's I sure screen. did. Uh, just a little insight into my right. personal life. I'm on vacation, or we are on vacation all next week. So, oh, are you? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I I what was really excited about tonight's episode, particularly because of the fact that I ain't got shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> Usually, you know, you get you get the 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 caffeinated collector. You know, kind of like, you know, mid, mid, midway because I have to work the next day. So tonight you're getting full bore, you know, oh. crazy. Well, you know what we're doing after this? We're hanging yeah. late. I'll have a cigar. I'll have a couple of drinks. Hey. I was just, God, I got to go I have to work in Manhattan tomorrow, which blows. Oh, what time do you have to be there? <sighs> I, I told like my about like 10. Yeah, about like 1030. It's not so bad. If I leave by eight, I could be there by 1030. Yeah, you, you're just like me. Like, I go there. I'm like, if I go to bed at midnight, I get one, two, three, four, five, six, six I'm hours of yep. sleep. I'm, that's me every day of my life, even though my yep. schedule doesn't change. <laughs> yeah, usually I try to work from home on a Monday, but yeah, they asked if yeah. I can come in tomorrow instead of Tuesday. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Bastards. No, it's, so it's this week, I'm spotlighting this. So for those Halloween fanatics out there that don't know what this is, this is the absolute first Release of the Halloween soundtrack. Wow! Not the whole, not the whole soundtrack of just specifically the Halloween theme. That was because the Halloween theme was religious originally religiously originally released in 1979 in Japan. So this this is the, the uh, 45 version of that release. Wow! And That's these are amazing. And these are becoming really really hard to find. They used to be plentiful about 10, 15 years ago, but then all of a sudden everybody jumped on the Halloween bandwagon and, and, and these things are tough to find and they're not going for cheap prices. 
Dude. And oops, no, this is this is for later. So I'll get on that one. <laughs> so <laughs> that is the first release of Halloween Halloween theme on forty five record or any type of release. And the thing that's good that's weird about that, which is shout out to the OG Shape seventy eight, who's Dan. He's on Instagram. He's Great amazing. Guy. Shout out to <laughs> Dan. I fucking love you, my guy. If you're watching, you're you're a wonderful person, man. Love you, brother. Love yeah, you, and him and I have been trying for months now yeah. to do. We, we were going to do a collectible spotlight together where we where we can pair the '78 um, Japanese Halloween soundtrack release to the '83 because it came out in '79. The first time, first release in '79 in Japan. Came out in '83 yes. for the first time on the Verisi Sara band here, and the release in the states was the actual soundtrack from the movie. Oh. The one in Japan was like a symphony that did it. It's oh, not wow. the original. It is not the original. And the cool thing about the release, I should I'll highlight it. It's back there. The actual full album in Japan is they do what the 20th anniversary um, DVD uh, CD did. They have they pipe in little bits and pieces of the of the the movie, in between yeah. each in, in between in between each uh, song, so it's very cool. But the thing is, it's like actually a symphony. It's not the original. So That's shout out to Dan. Uh, Dan, I know we talked about doing it. We were going to record it tomorrow night, but I might get stuck working late. <laughs> we just we're trying to sync our schedules, and it just hasn't been working. We've been trying for months, but yeah, we're working on doing that. Where we're going to do compare the '79 soundtrack with the original '83. U.S. release, dude. That's oh. a cool ass topic, bro. That's fucking sweet. So that was my. God, I figured. Please. Let me break that out this week. I thought it was kind of cool because that is technically the first release of the Halloween theme. Can Can you put uh, that picture back up? Because I want to yeah. get a little mental snapshot of that. Because how much? Uh, how much? I, I maybe. I don't know. It's a stupid question, but you know, is it? You know, what's the price going for one of those nowadays? I should ask and, Chicago Boogeyman Brian because I know he got one within yeah. the last year. I I would say if you go on Discogs, probably over well over two hundred dollars between two and three hundred dollars. No, maybe? no shit, no shit. And good because that look that one right there looks in great condition. That looks great, man. Well, I'm, I'm anal, you know me. I gotta I gotta make sure it's like forget mint. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. So you're saying that kind of price, but with that kind of condition. It's yeah, like if you're looking at like a condition. mint condition one like this, you're looking at between two, yeah. two and three hundred dollars probably now. Son of a bitch. No, yeah, because you know most of y'all know I'm a, I'm a fairly new collector, and the fact that you know we get insight on these items is fucking badass, man. That's a great spotlight, dude. Uh, look at that shit, Stefan. If you want, go on YouTube. There is somebody that actually uploaded the entire Japanese vinyl version, and you can hear the whole thing for free. So go check it out, and you'll hear how in between each song, you hear um, snippets from the from the movie. So go check it. Just Google it. Just Google. I'm uh, not Google. Go when you go on YouTube, look up Halloween Japanese vinyl, and it, it should come right up. Somebody uploaded it, so it's pretty cool, and you can compare it to the original. Oh, look! Look what Blake said. You see what Blake put? Eight hundred dollars. Holy shit! Motherfucker. See what I'm saying? Holy That's... fuck! I paid honestly. I if I paid twenty five dollars for this, it was a lot. And this is going back probably fifteen, maybe years ago. That's crazy, dude. 
That's for crazy. me. For me, the eight hundred dollar price tag sounds right because of how exclusive and rare it is. Look at that thing. That shit is just amazing. Look at that. But you know how eBay is. You know that. Well, you know, and yeah. I've said this, especially as a collector, and Joe knows this too. And I've mentioned to people yeah. out there that watch this show or used to watch our old collectors podcast, or my collectible spotlights that are on this channel. Remember one thing about eBay. People can ask whatever the fuck they want. It does not mean they're going to get it. That's right. That's so right. watch what things are selling for. Not what some jackass is selling it for. I could take this tomorrow and put it up there for three grand. And people are like, oh my God, it's up there for $3,000. Don't mean shit because nobody's going to fucking pay it. That's right. So watch That's what things right. are selling for. Not what people ask. And I tell people that all the time. And I'm not the be all say all, but I've been collecting for a long time. So just, just use your head. As my mother That's used right. to say, just use your head. Use your, the big head, not the little one. The yeah, big you, one. Well, yeah, use a big head. Don't use that little <laughs> head. Gets me, got me in enough Don't trouble. be a dick. You're pretty much saying don't be a dick. So don't, don't be, be whoever's dick. listing that shit for the ginormous amount of money. Yeah. Use the big head, not the little head. Don't be a dick. Um, so that is what I, I figured I'd, I'd bring out for my collection this week. I know Joe sent me something. I'm going to bring it out right now. Give me a momento. Well, I'm kind of nervous because I don't remember... I sent you. I didn't. I didn't send you a picture for my spotlight. You sent me those dirty pictures. You you naked. You don't remember. Yeah, that's anything? different. That's a different kind of spotlight. <laughs> well, I, I will bring this up if people didn't see. Joe sent me this last week, so I will highlight this. Again. No problem about having a beard is the mustache always in the way. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, that's great. Hey, look, this I'm still wearing the green. Still wearing slightly the green. intoxicated on St. Patty's Day. Slightly intoxicated. Oh, well, I you know, I don't I don't know gone. if this is you only sent me one picture, so I'm assuming this is something that you want to talk about. So I'm gonna bring this up and oh, you can enlighten us on this. So uh -oh. one second. I'm nervous. I don't remember. <laughs> uh oh. What do we have? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This Absolutely. Is what you said. Yes. Okay. I love this. It's a great thing. Okay. So, uh, I'm gonna come on camera and refocus. So, Focus. Focus. My, my neighbor. Uh, is I that Frostbite? This is Frostbite. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, was just was here earlier. Yep. Yeah, he, he might be watching. I don't know if he is or not, but. Um, out of nowhere, he, he sent me a message and he wanted to meet up. He's like, Hey man, come over. I want to give you something, but I was real busy and I couldn't. And he ended up leaving this, uh, on one of the vehicles outside. And he literally made uh, a 3d print of Michael Myers's original knife. Look at this. It's not painted oh, wow. yet. It's all white. Of course, three, 3d printing, but the specs are correct. You can even it even matches up with the knife in the background. Look at that. The size yeah, is um, correct. What is the brand? Lamson. Lamson was is the original knife. Look at a this. Lamson knife. Like he made this and he wanted to to paint it. And uh I'll probably get with him if he wants to to paint it, but it was just a gift from his heart. And uh I am really grateful and thanks, buddy. And that was me when I first got it. I remember, I remember we were on the phone together. And uh, I got a text from him to go out and get it. And that's right after that's moments after I picked it up. So look at that. It's so cool. It fits so good into your hand. Like it's like it's like perfect. It's kind of dangerous in a way. You know, I don't know. You know, 3D printing. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's kind of badass. Look at that. The only 3D printed thing I have is this right here. Look oh, at that. Wow. It's like perfectly. It fits my hand perfectly. I bought this. Is this the only thing I bought? I I bought this. I think it um, was at Monster Media when Brett and I were hanging out. It's a Halloween logo. It's 3D printed. That is badass, cool. dude. So it's, it sits here. It sits here on my desk and stares at me. Calls to me. Yeah. So I mean, he may. He said he wanted to paint it for me. So maybe I might give you an updated version of him painting it. So uh, we'll see what happens. But thanks again, Frostbite. Thanks. Uh, I love you, buddy. Thank you. My Vato Loco forever. Vato's Loco's forever. That's very cool. That is our collectible spotlights, and uh, that's pretty cool. I like that, especially when it's personal like that. That's that's super yeah. cool. Yes, sir. See. Awesome. Did you scare your wife with that knife while she was in the shower? Oh, you gotta try it Ooh, out. I could have. And that it's thing is sharp. Plastic. It's plastic and it's so it's waterproof. And it's sharp. It is sharp, by the way. You can probably sharpen it. But not I'll stab her with something later. Oh, later. there's your buddy right there. Say thank you. Frostbite. Hey, my brother. What's up, man? Love you. Thank you so much. Thanks, bro. Painted, painted with blood. <laughs> that's kind of creepy, Stefan. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of morbid, my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we were talking about. I think this came up last week when we were talking about John Candy. And that's why we did our review tonight of um, Uncle oh, Buck, and we were right. just getting really depressed and saying, "Oh man, be so all the things we missed out with on a lot of comedians yes. um, that left well before their time." So we figure our top five. Let's do our top five tonight of our of comedians that we wish were still with us. So, I love that. I love that. This will be this will be a little trip down memory lane for us because uh, it, when I revisited it, admittedly there was a few I had to leave off this list. It was it wasn't as easy as I thought. Top two were easy. The other ones finding yeah. places to to put them were a little bit tough. So I figured, all right, let me think about this. So we're gonna do our top five comedians that we wish were still with us. So you guys in the chat, anybody after the fact, let us know your top five. So if you want, I'll I'll go first. My number five. Speaks for itself. Tommy Boy himself, Chris Farley. Aye, yeah. I mean, Chris Farley was on the trajectory to become – he was. He was amazing. I mean, yeah. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. I mean, come on. Great, great movies, I mean, and we just lost out on all that stuff that he could have done. Living in a van down by the river, uh, Chippendales. I mean, the Chippendales was, with oh god, with Chippendales with Swayze was Swayze iconic. baby. I mean, uh, you got Coneheads. Sorry, Mister Conehead. I mean, he, I, oh lo I love when the girl eats the whole hero. My mom's the only person I've ever seen eating a sandwich like that. <laughs> She's like, sandwich. I mean, dude, Farley, man, uh, it, it's never ending with that guy. Um, uh, was it uh, Beverly Hills Ninja? Beverly Hills Ninja, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everybody was a kung fu fighting, all that what? shit. Oh, my God. And I think I told you guys. So my son is my son is in college. He's taking uh, – he's going to be a history professor. Uh, you're, um, 
my son. Your pediatry effect. Uh, Joe, I apologize. My, I stand corrected. Joe's son. I just get stuck with the tab. Joe's son <laughs> is studying European history, and one of his electives, because he had an elective this year, so the elective he took was, um, it was like, uh, God, I don't know what the, the class was about. It's like a com something to do with like movies. And he said, Dad, you never guess what I'm doing a report on and what we're studying this week. I go, what? He goes, Tommy Boy. I go, get the fuck out of oh. here. Oh, I'm like, can I, I come? Can I come to class with you? And that's he, amazing. He, he had never seen it, so he watched it. He calls me up. He's like, "Dad, holy shit, that movie was hysterical." It's one of those remote drops. Remote drop. Top yeah. Boy, the best. Oh, holy shnikes! I'm able to look. Okay, look at look at Blake. I knew that Blake. That's amazing. Yes, yes. And, yes. and I love Cable Guy. He was, and he was, and, and he was also. Yeah, he was supposed to be the voice of Shrek. Exactly. Yes, he was. I loved cable. I love cable boy. I love cable guy. It's amazing. So, yeah, my number five, the late great Chris Farley. What do you got, Joe? Golly, man. Um, and, so, and you guys in the chat, let us know. Throw some out there. We'll, we'll, we'll I'll read them. Yeah, I, I prefaced, I prefaced my list on the fact that it was hard to narrow it down to five people. Uh, and this isn't definitive, but it's just, golly, there was so many people that are gone that yeah. are really missed. Uh, but number five, um, uh, it was a little, you know, a back and forth between me and my lovely co-host of Moody's Mind. Uh, we went with Mr. Bob Saget, the recently deceased Mr. Bob Saget. Wow, uh, Danny I, <laughs> I forgot about him, and not, and yeah. for no other reason that it, it still boggles my mind that he's dead. He's gone. Yeah, I, I mean, he it's, was it's, America's. It's not, I don't dad. even think of that that he's dead. Yeah. yeah, he was America's dad. You know, Full House, Danny Tanner. Like, you know, I love the fact that there's that difference between his image from Full House and the fact that when he was an actual comedian, was he, was a, he was a dirty bastard. He's dirty <laughs> as fuck, man. Go look. Everybody's never seen his stand up. Go on YouTube and look it up. Man, oh, that guy was he was rough. I, I enjoyed his his stand up because he gave you something that you weren't expecting. He, he fucking totally caught you off guard and he was raunchy. He was dirty. He was insightful. And he, you could see that from him that he had this image of being this this father figure for many, and you could tell where you know this was actually him being himself. So because of that and everything else, you know, you ever seen um, Half Baked with Dave Chappelle? Yeah, <laughs> and he does that little cameo. He's like, uh -huh. you ever so? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I can't say it online. But he's in the the meeting, the the the, the meeting, and he's like, hey man. You want to know what addiction is? You ever, you ever <laughs> sucks. You know what? For this, and I do it. That's one of the best scenes. And this is all just off the top of my head. Um, Bob Saget, rest in peace, my friend. Wish you There's were here. Oh God, it, it, I grew up with him because I, I because I gotta remember, uh, Full House was when I was in high school, so I used to watch a lot of TV. So I watched it not religiously, but I watched it. But I watched it more when he was he was the original host of America's Funniest Videos. Yeah, AFV, yes. So I remember watching that more than Full House because I used to like to watch the videos and he was the host. And he, he always had and the funny thing is if you watch it, he always had those deadpan, like cheesy jokes, but the look on his face was perfect because he knew he was telling you a bad joke. And he was like yes. That he, that's the original. He's the OG. He's like it's a fucking paycheck, guys. Yeah, he's the original. Yes, yes. There's some in the chat here. So yeah, Stephen's saying, of course, you know, Chris Farley. Uh, you know, this one's on my list. Rodney. 
Robin Williams. I get no course. respect here. I get no respect. This one was a. This was a. This I still remember that day when I. What heard that. is Harrison? Okay, Harrison died. Dude, he is amazing. I love Sam. Fat guy in a little coat. Uh, and this one was another shocker too that came out of left field when Norm Macdonald died. Yeah, legend. And and Gilbert Gottfried. Phil Hartman, what a heartbreaking story, man. Him is just oh, fucking shooting him and killing him, man. Oh, MB wanted uh, a Gilbert Godfrey on this list. He didn't make the, the list. Yeah, he didn't make my but... list either. But we're going to go over the people that didn't make the list. Yes. Because that's what's tough. I've said this a million times. Top fives are tough because you they leave suck. a lot on the table. So we'll, we'll go through our top five, and then we're going to keep going into the chat. So my number four is somebody that I grew up with because I'm a little bit older than you guys. I loved his movies, and I remember sneaking to try to listen to his stand-up because it was so freaking raunchy because my parents didn't want me to listen to it. But number four, the iconic Richard Pryor. Oh, man. Hey, motherfucker. Because when I was a kid, Richard Pryor was the shit when I was a kid. Um, Before Eddie Murphy, he was the shit, Richard Pryor. He is what most comedians, modern comedians say is the GOAT. He was the greatest. He was. I I don't think there's anybody better than him. I don't think Chappelle. He was the the Michael Jordan of comedians. Yeah, he was. Chappelle says it. Murphy says it. Rock says it. Um, Not just to mention, you know, black comedians. Uh, All comedians say it that Richard Pryor, if it wasn't for Richard Pryor, then, you know, Comedy wouldn't be where it is now. Look, you know, right, right, Eddie Murphy's thing. He's just like, remember, he's just, just like when he was talking about. It, he's like, well, I remember the time I was talking to uh, Richard Pryor. I was talking about, uh, talking about Bill Cosby. He's like, he's like, the people laugh. They're like, what are you saying? Well, tell, 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 tell him to have a coconut smile. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell him I said it's my D. <laughs> I told him, told him I said suck my dick. That's right. <laughs> and, and we can't forget, you know, honorable mention. He didn't make my list, but Red Fox. Oh, we're talking, yeah. We're talking, like yeah, we're talking Fox. about Richard Pryor. You want to talk about another yeah. raunchy comedian? Who yes. was, uh, he was, you can't even say he was before. They were like in tandem. Yes. They were in tandem. Bef- yeah. Because you yeah, remember, Red Fox was this well-established comedian before he even got on Sanford and Son. Yes, he was. And, and, and you know, Eddie Murphy. He made all those records back in the 60s, and, and there's some funny shit. Dude, fucking uh, Eddie Murphy was so, you know, inspired by those two guys i mean he had them in his movie harlem nights and harlem, harlem nights he brought Har- yeah he brought yeah. them all that was like a to me that was like an homage uh to them and their influence because they were past mm-hmm. their prime and eddie was kind of taking that and, and and running with it but dude red fox richard Pryor, great selection my guy you great guys want to go watch a funny movie that Fuck. was like that was uh slipped under the radar because i believe it was probably if not his last movie, one of his last movies before the Parkinson's really took over mm. for, um, or was no, it was MS. I think it was MS that Richard Pryor had. Yeah, yeah it was it was MS. 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 You're right. Um, go watch moving. Oh, I, oh, that I love movie. moving. I fucking, fucking love moving. Riot, dude. That was one of my, with King Kong Bundy is one of the movers. Yes. And, and yeah, his neighbor uh, is freaking Randy Quaid. Well, choke my chicken. Yeah, dude, we need to watch. Okay. That is one of my favorite fucking movies, man. That is hysterical. You got that. We have to do a watch long of movie of yes. moving. Anybody's never seen moving? Go watch moving with Richard Pryor. That movie is just hysterical. 
Dude, I'm writing that down. We're gonna we're gonna yes. we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll Blake seen it. Dana we'll Carvey. Dana yes. Carvey was was the guy with the multiple personalities. Yes. Yes. And he's, like, and he's just like uh he's just like he shows up and the car is all fucked up and he's like I'm, and, and Richard Pryor's like he's what happened? He's just like well, it wasn't me, man, it was the Pope. And he's just Dude. like, I'm gonna come in there, I'm gonna kill all 29 of you motherfuckers. We need to watch that shit. We need to watch. We need to watch that shit for real. That is such a great movie, man. Oh yeah, God, dude. I love moving. So, oh, you know, so Richard, the, the 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 late great Richard Pryor. That's my number four. What do you got for your number four, Joe? Great selection. It, it's funny how you know you can tell how great somebody is just by the the mere mention of their name allows you mm -hmm. to branch off into all this kind of crazy shit. Uh, but my number four, man, you mentioned him before, Mister Chris Farley. Uh, yeah. What what can I say? Uh, the movies, uh, SNL. Um, he was on the brink of being like, you know, it's such it's a, Adam it's such a short body of work. Yeah, it is because he died so soon, and it was going to get better and better. Like he, the cameos in Be Billy Madison. He was the bus driver. You know, like he's like everybody on the bus. Great, grand. He's like that's Veronica Vaughn. Is one fine piece of age. This is just <laughs> off the top of my head, mm -hmm. and, and and like just just the fact that you know what I look at him as kind of like Adam Sandler, like Adam Sandler had the the chance of giving the opportunity to evolve, right? He went from comedy to like serious roles and everything like that. I would I feel like we were robbed uh, from seeing him in a serious role. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. he he was not given the chance. Yeah, he wasn't given a chance. I could have seen him in a serious role because a lot of these yeah. actors eventually did do a serious role. I mean, granted, The Razor's Edge with Bill Murray. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't do serious. Yeah, yeah. But some yeah. guys look at Robin Williams. He won won the fucking Oscar for Christ's sake. But we'll get yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. And, and so for me, with that, you know, he was such a great talent, and he was for the time that he was here, he gave us so much. It just imagine what he would have did if he had more time. So Chris Farley at my number four, man. Good guy. Yeah, Stefan, go watch Moving. You'll be happy you did. Yes. Kevin James wouldn't be nearly as big if Farley lived. Well, oh, fuck true. Kevin He's... James. Fucking Kevin Paul James Blart, kinda... mob, he... fucking cop. Fuck well, Kevin man. James really didn't translate well into movies. I mean, I love King of Queens, but he, <laughs> really didn't, trans he didn't translate that well into, into films. No, he's he's like a knockoff. He's kind of like your wish version of like Chris <laughs> Farley. Fuck that guy. I, I understand bus around. That'll end your precious little field trip. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, good, great, grand. He's all pissed off. He's like getting red in the face. Fucking love it. And somebody mentioned this in the chat for my number three. <laughs> and this is near and dear to my heart growing up uh, as a child of the 80s. Number three for me. Offense, the late great Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. Get no respect. I get no respect. That's right. I mean, come on. I grew up. I grew up on on Rodney. I grew up on Easy Money. I grew up on Caddyshack. I grew up on all his uh, Back to School. Um, shit, oh, fucking Ladybugs. Ladybugs. What's the other movie? Oh. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on it. The one with Cindy Williams. He's and oh shit. Oh, uh, somebody get somebody get me a lay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. somebody help me out in the chat. I'm drawing a complete fucking blank. Holy shit. Wally Sparks. Meet Wally Sparks. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and then there you go. 
in, in an evil role in Natural Born Killers as um, Juliet Lewis's mom, uh, father rather. That's right. You're right. I, such and he and you got to remember two good two things about Rodney Dangerfield. He didn't hit it big because if you watch later. documentaries about him, he was in his 40s when he finally He's later in life. Big. Right. He, if you watch documentaries on him, he used to go and sell aluminum siding on the, during the week and on, and on the weekends is when he would do his stand up. But people were like, "Didn't I just see you in a comedy club? You're yeah. selling me siding now." He sell aluminum siding. That's right. And and he was the most generous person because he opened up Dangerfields and he brought so many comedians up through Dangerfields. Jerry Seinfeld, Jay yeah. Leno, Sam Kinison, all these people came because he gave them a shot. Yep. That none, a lot of these people you would never have heard of had not been for Rodney Dangerfield. So not only was he great at what he did, but he would like gave back to everybody. That's so, amazing. That's my number three. Uh, Caddyshack was, oh my God. It's so influential. This place in, sucks. In my life, man, his, his character was so just opposite of what you were used to seeing. And he didn't give a fuck. I mean, Rodney, Rodney, forever. He didn't make my list, but I'm glad that you put him on yours, man. Oh, I had to. He was part of fuck. my youth. Fuck, the next man. three, the next three are part of my youth. That they're, they're oh. just three I grew up with. So uh, the, the 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 top two were like no brainers, but this my third one. Um, he was somebody who I feel I swear to God, he was one of the most f- funny. He was one of the most funniest individuals I've ever. Uh, encountered. I love this stand-up. I love his movies uh, in a whole. Uh, number three for me was Bernie Mac. Bernie, yes. Mac. Bernie Mac. Rest in peace, my friend. Or one of the original kings of comedy. Um, he had so many roles in so many films over the years, like cameos. He was in House House Party were like three or whatever. Um, he was in Friday. Uh, you named the he was in all kinds of movies. Uh, Mr. 3000. Um, he was in that movie with Sam Jackson where they're trying they're, they're trying to revive their singing group. I uh, can't remember that that I uh, can't remember the name of the movie, but just oh yeah, what the hell was the name of that? Uh, I remember he's like he's like, I'm so and so motherfucker. You the dog motherfucker, all that shit. Like, oh my god. Um, was that the fabulous something or other? Yeah, some, something. I can't remember. He was in um, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's remember? Eleven, he was, yeah. He was in 11, 12, and I think he was – was he in 13? He might have been in 13. Um, but talk about comedy. Uh, I remember seeing him stand up doing uh, the Def Comedy Jam. Remember Def Comedy Jam? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Um, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, he wasn't 13. That was his 13. He wasn't. Yeah. Uh, Ber- Bernie Mac, man. Um, he had the Bernie Mac show. Uh, that was, I, I remember watching that show. Um, he was Great taking show. too soon. Yeah. Taking too soon. Bernie Mac, dude. My number three. Rest in peace. For sure. Oh. All right. So, and here we come to our, my number two. And my number two is none other than the person we just did our review of Uncle Buck, the late Ray John Candy. Yes, sir. Everything from Uncle Buck to Stripes to Splash to Home Alone. Oh, shit, what else? Um, home the Poker, oh, Poker, Poker. The, <laughs> no, no, he was not Home Alone. He was, I was um, Planes, Planes, Trains, Trains, 
Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, right. Why am I drawing a blank on the one where he was the Planes, the, the um he, he played the investigator? Oh God, why am I drawing a blank on it? Help me out, chat room. Where he played all the different parts as the investigator, and I'm drawing a fucking blank. Oh, on uh, yeah. oh, you're not talking about Fletch, are you? No, not Fletch. Oh. He wasn't in Fletch. No, he was not. Look at that. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. We're going to play this later on tonight. To um, play in. Uh, sorry, folks. Park's closed. Moose out front should have told you. Oh, fucking. Uh, Vacation. National Lampoons. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, I mean, uh, or, um, he's also um, shit. Summer Rental. Yeah. He what was, was that movie Rental. that he was with uh, Dan Aykroyd, Demi Moore? Um. They went to like this. Was he in that movie? Um, shit. No, I don't remember him being in that. That was Dan, that the one with Demi Moore. Was that the one with uh, John Cusack? Is that the was one that thinking? it? Hold on. Who's Harry Crumb? Thank you, Stefan. Who's Harry yes, Crumb? That movie. That was. That's it. Freaking movie. That's, that's what it. I, was drawing, I was drawing a complete blank on. Yep. Yeah, that's what. That's the one that I was talking about. Demi Moore and all that shit. Yes. No. Is that right? No. No, that's not right. I'm gonna bring it up now because I'm I'm just want to make sure I'm I'm catching them all. But what a great uh, comedian! Um, he was great on SCTV. If you guys never watched SCTV yeah. back in the day, I used to watch SCTV. And who who can forget him as Bartholomew in Spaceballs? Oh yeah, he was fucking Barf. That's Fuck, right. I'm Barf. I'm a mog, half man, half dog. I'm my That's own right. best friend. The movie was uh, nothing, nothing but trouble. It was Chevy Chase. Nothing but trouble. Right. Nothing but trouble. That's right. It got panned, God. but it was funny as hell. It's fucking great. Fuck it. Canadian, yeah, Canadian Bacon was good. That was his last film, I think, before he passed away. That's right. SCTV was, oh, he was so great in SCTV. Cool, cool Runnings. Eins, Vines, that I, Cool the great Runnings. Out, the Great Outdoors. He was great in out, The Great Outdoors. Oh, yeah, Dan Aykroyd. That's right. He was, of course, Home Alone. Um mm -hmm. Fuck. I mean, the list is God damn. We're going That's down it. You're here. mixing One Crazy Summer with Great Outdoors. Yeah, because One Crazy Summer was John Cusack with Dem Demi Moore. With, yeah. uh, with Bob Goldthwait. Yes, you're right. And yeah. I was talking about uh, Nothing But Trouble. That movie. Mm -hmm. That fucking movie. Stri I mean, Stripes. God damn it. The Blues Brothers. How's it going, Eisenhower? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to see oh, what yeah. other ones I'm, I'm missing here. Oh, Brewster's Millions with Richard Pryor. Yes. Yes. You're right. Like Armed and Dangerous. Oh, God. Armed and Dangerous with Eugene Levy. Did you ever see Armed and Dangerous? Oh, God. Go back That's... and watch Armed and Dangerous with Eugene Levy. I what can't a great say movie. that I have. They're, like, they're I... secure. They both lost their jobs. Eugene Levy is, a, is an attorney. And and uh, John Candy is a police officer. And they end up working for this like rinky-dink piece of shit like armed guard thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it, which is run by the mob, and the head of the mob was uh, Robert Loggia. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> hey, go go watch Armed and Dangerous. You want to? And it's got a young Meg Ryan who's hot as hell in it. Oh, nowadays she looks like who knows what. Yeah, go back and watch. And, and he's in the Blues Brothers. Yep, thanks, Stefan. Absolutely, he was the cop in the Blues Brothers. Orange Whip, Orange Whip, fucking Armed Whips. and Dangerous. I see it. I see it. Yeah. Go check out Armed and Dangerous. You'll love Armed and Dangerous. It's hysterical. Oh, I remember this. Did you I see remember it? this scene where he's 
John Kennedy's in a, in a he's a he's mob dressed and, he's dressed yes. yeah they dressed in drag because they're hiding from the mob guys. Yes, that's a good movie. Oh my yeah. gosh, great movie! I announced well, I just I tried that. Why did it come up? Announcer of Rookie of the Year. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Rosen, Rosen, Rosen Gardner. Yeah, Rosen Gardner. That's right. See what other ones that are on here that I might have. And you could just do such a deep dive. John Candy movies are just so fucking good. Um, yeah, Canadian. I was right. Yeah, Canadian Bacon was his last movie Re released. Possibly Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings was good. Cool Runnings. Um. See, I'm gonna see if there's anything else that I missed that was great. Oh, she's having a baby. That's right. I yeah. forgot about that. He was in that, That's but right. it was, he was uncredited. Uh, summer rental. I mentioned that. Volunteers. Tom Tuttle from Tacoma, Washington. Did you ever That's see, right. Did you ever see volunteers? Yes. Tacoma yeah. Tom Tuttle. <laughs> Tom Tuttle. Tacoma, Washington. I forgot about that. That's another great movie. Splash. I love the scene in Splash where they where they go to meet the the Swedish, uh, scientists, and he's they're playing the Swedes. And they look at him, oh, yeah. and these and they're speaking Swedish, and he goes, "Hey, Loring," he's like, and he's like, "Oh, they're like, ah." Oh. So, so Tom Hanks looks looks at him. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Well, you watch all these Swedish porn films. After a while, you start to learn some of the language." But meanwhile, <laughs> like the, the dialogue other said, "Hey, hey, babe, I got a I got a twelve inch penis." <laughs> they're like, "Oh, yeah. oh okay." <laughs> okay. If you guys uh, haven't seen Splash, man, I could talk freaking John Candy all fucking night. There we go. Oh, and stripes. As you, as, you, as you may have noticed, I have a slight weight problem. No, no. Shut up. I I, I, I swallow a lot of aggression along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, we have to do. We're gonna do a watch along with Brett. We have to. Stripes is the stripes watch along is is a must. It's coming up. I did throw a poll. I, I threw a poll up on. Um, yeah, I know. Every time I say, every time I throw, I threw. I did throw a poll. Up. That's what she said. <laughs> I did throw a poll up on YouTube, and I threw it up in in the Facebook group. So, and I put oh. up there. Uh, I put Halloween for, for our watch along for this Tuesday. I put up Halloween for the Warriors and Carrie. Uh huh. Well, I'll reveal what was the overwhelming winner, which is duh. So I'll I'll reveal it later. So here, John Wick four. Something about the number four. I don't know why it's so, it's popular right now. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he was was he born on uh, Halloween? I didn't know his birthday was Halloween. Somebody just put that in there. Was it Stefan? Yeah, I did not know that. Let me bring it up. I did not know his birthday was on Halloween. So, so John Candy, my number two. What do you got, Joe, for your number two? <sighs> you know what? I'm glad because my number two was John Candy yeah. too. Yeah, he was born on October 31st, 1950. I did not know his birthday was on Halloween. Can you see wow. this? I'll think John, of that. John Candy. Nice. I will be thinking of that every Halloween. I'll be thinking that that it's John Candy's birthday now. I did not know that. I have a feeling our number ones might be the same, my friend. Let's see. So my number one, aside from growing up at Rodney Dangerfield and John Candy, this guy I grew up with, discovered... In 1975, when I was a kid, watching it every Saturday night with my family at 11.30 on Channel 4, I fell in love with this guy, fell in love with his movies, and he was taken away from us way too soon, and it's the late, great John Belushi. That's not my, that's not my number one. 
That's my number one, John Belushi. I was I love John Belushi, taking and he he was of course Farley's idol, and he went out just like him. Good he old mouth. Thought, he always said he was going to go out like like Belushi. He was he idolized Belushi. When I was a kid, I used to watch Saturday Night Live every weekend. We loved that. Tonight, my band. For those that don't know, I play guitar in a cover band. Tonight, we we were playing uh, Soul Man and Hey Bartender from the Blues Brothers, because we wow. play that as part part of uh, our band. So, I still remember. I remember the day I heard he died. He died on my wife's birthday, March fifth, nineteen eighty two. So I was to tell my wife when I first started dating. Her birthday is March fifth. She's like. Uh, you always remember my birthday. I said, it's easy to remember. I said, the day John Belushi died. <laughs> That's crazy. She's like, That's how you remember my birthday? I said, Yeah, it's the day John Belushi died. Wow. And, and same thing, like Chris Farley. In that short amount of time, he gave us so much. He gave us Animal House. He gave us yeah. 1941, Continental Divide, Neighbors. It was all in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And then, then he was gone. That is, I mean, that's such an epic choice i mean i'll be honest I, I don't know much about him that i do for my number one but well, because you know I, I think it's so because long. of it's been gone yeah, so long yeah yeah i, I just think it's just a, a matter of like just generations different time frames time periods when you were born but i can totally see how you know he's your number one i can see yeah, it because he was my generation's chris farley yeah absolutely uh, but yeah, I, I wish I could elaborate. I just remember him from uh, he was mouth. Is it mouth from Animal House or what was it? What was his character's name? Who Belushi? Uh, yeah, Belushi was. Um, He's like, what am I? A pimple, and he does the whole iconic yeah, scene. Yeah, Bluto. Uh, what was his name? Bluto. Bluto. That's right. Bluto. Bluto. That's right. Why do I keep saying mouth? I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. That's what fucking Mr. Goonies. Mr. Blutarski. Remember the scene with, where they're all in front of the dean. Yes. And, and I guess it's like Mr. Blutarski, 0.0. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> was this, and the, the part where um, they're towards the end and the the one kid, uh, Flanders' car got all beat up. Yeah. And he's like, it's, it could, don't worry about it. He's like, I, I, I can fix this, you know? And then they were just talking and he's just like, look, I, I, he was just like, I, I, he's hitting himself in the head with a bottle. And he's breaking bottles. He's drinking all this other stupid shit. Oh no, I'm thinking it's the scene after that when they all go to the, the, the student council. Yes, yes. And before that, they're like, "We got to." He's like, "Remember, he stands up and he's giving the whole like pep speech." Yeah. He's like, "He's like, we're not going to lay down." He's just like, "When the tough, when the going get tough, the tough get going." He's like, "Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor?" <laughs> and they're like Germans, he's like, "He's on a roll. Leave him. You don't leave him alone. <laughs> don't fuck with him. Leave him alone. That's right." Remember that they, they show up to pledge it and he's taking a piss in the front lawn. Yes. And he's like, come on in, grab a beer. Don't cost nothing. And he's like pissing on their leg and they're like shaking their leg the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that to me, food that's fight. how I food fight. I mean, oh, food so fight. Much oh. Iconic shit in that movie. That movie made him a superstar and fun fact. So 1978, John Belushi, I don't think it's ever been repeated. John Belushi probably the only act, actor in history to have a number one TV show, a number one movie, and a number one album all at the same time. The Blues Could be Brothers wrong, but him. that was a distinctive time because he had Saturday Night Live, which was number one. Yeah. Animal House was number one, and the Blues Brothers album was number one. 
that so you got is all insane. three in spades. So for those That's that weren't insane. born, and I was the child of that time, you guys don't realize how big John Belushi was at the time. He was huge, and then he was taken, and it's been so you figure it's it's forty one years since he's been gone now. That is crazy, and, and, and I can you can probably see where my number one came from compared to yours because it's just I think it's just time. It's just time frame. It's a time frame. Probably, yeah. yeah. What's your number uh, one? But no, great number one, man. Uh, my number one, plain, short, and simple. He was small, but he was he was big in terms of where he fit into all of our hearts. Robin Williams. Robin fucking Williams. Yeah. What, uh, he was, admittedly, I grew up with Robin Williams, watching Mork and Mindy and all his movies. Yeah. And it was tough to leave him off this list. Believe me, it was. And it's not that I dislike him by no means, but it's just I had to go. I just it was a personal. It's a personal list. Of course. Of course. I I remember him being such a big part of my childhood. Uh, He was the genie from Aladdin. Aladdin, uh, yeah. Miss Doubtfire, uh, the birdcage, Goodwill Hunting, which I that's one of my personal favorite movies of all time. his movies, I mean, he got into there was a movie called Insomnia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that was the one. Um, was that the one where he was? Uh, or was that, was that the one? I might be getting crossed. Was that the crazy. one? He was like above the Antarctica, and he I couldn't sleep so. because it was always light, it was always light out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, think that's so, it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, what else he did? Um, I mean, the, his comedy, his stand-up was amazing. He, he was good friends with Richard Pryor, somebody who was on your list. You know, so if Richard Pryor gives this guy the nod, you know, that means that he was funny. Um, well, he, I, you got to remember, it was him, it was, it was him, Steve Martin, was it Martin Short? Who were the guys that started Comedy Relief? And, and Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal and uh, Whoopi. That's right. And Whoopi. They, they started Comic Relief where they raised tons of money back in the day for people. So that's right. I mean, Dead, po- Dead Poet Society. Uh, good morning, Vietnam. The Fisher King. Good. Um, God yeah, I mean, damn. he won. He won the Oscar for Goodwill Hunting. But that yeah. one of the my favorite Robin Williams movies is Good Morning Vietnam. That was a great movie. Uh, so good. He, Patch Adams. I he, mean, Patch Adams. He was good. In, he was great in Patch Adams. He was good in um, Awakenings with De Niro. Yes, that's right. I mean, in terms of quality as a comedian, as an actor, as as being somebody that touched. Everybody, you know, from the heart, I, I miss that guy to this day. I see a film of his, I miss him instantly. So fucking Robin Williams for my number one. I got to see him one time, one time. Well, actually two times. I mean, let me take that back. Um, one time I got to see Robin Williams. I was uh, stationed in Seattle, Washington. I was in a bus in Seattle uh, and we were driving down and we came to a red light and who was walking on the crosswalk as we were stopped? Fucking oh, really? Robin Williams. Yes, dude. I saw him just him walking across the street. And we were all like, dude, that's fucking Robin Williams. We were all started yelling, Robin, Robin. And he like as he was walking, he looked at us. He saw that we were wearing our Navy gear. He was like, wait, he was waving at us, like just as he walked by. Uh, that's the one the first time I saw him, but the second time he came in, did a USO tour. Um, and I got to see Robin Williams uh, when he came over because he loved the troops. He loved the military and he was always doing USO tours. 
uh, him, Kid Rock, Sheryl Crow. Uh, yeah, they always Poe did Society, that shit. Another one he was good in. Yep. Yeah, they, he always did that. So, oh, uh, fun fact! Fun fact, if you guys don't know this, because as my wife always refers to me, that's why she's glad I did this podcast. She's like, because she always called me the ball of useless knowledge. Yeah. So, if you guys don't know the tie to my favorite, your favorite, John Belushi. John Belushi died March fifth of nineteen eighty two. He died at the Chateau Marmont in yeah. Los Angeles. Who was one of the last people to see him alive who was partying in that chateau that night? Who? Robin Williams. What? Robin Williams was there. De Niro was there, too. No shit. They were partying with him that night before he died in the in Chateau Marmont. I didn't know and that. Belushi was so out of control that Robin Williams actually left. And... um. You know, sort of made him like think twice about doing so much fucking shit. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I've never heard this story ever. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I've never heard that. Yeah, Robert, he's the, the Robert De Niro. I don't remember if De Niro was at the chateau. I know. I remember. I know when I saw the. I read the book. If you read the, go read the book called Wired. It's it's the story of John Belushi, written by yeah. um, is it Robert Woodward, the guy that um. Woodward and Bernstein, the ones that uncovered the Watergate scandal. Mm -hmm. He's the one that wrote the book on John Belushi. And I know he was partying that night with De Niro. He partied with Robert Williams. I think Robert Williams was actually at the Chateau at some point, but I don't believe, I'm not sure if De Niro was there, but I know he partied with him that night. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. And side note, I just goes to show you, if you read the book, read the book. If you ever hear of uh, Gordon Lightfoot? No. Singer, Canadian singer, the song Sundown. Sundown, you bet. There's a song called Sundown. And it's written about Gordon Lightfoot's ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend is the one that gave the lethal um, um, speedball to John Belushi. They killed him, and she went to jail for it. No shit. I did not know that. So now you guys know, and, and on that note, now you know why my wife calls me the bowl of completely useless knowledge. No, that's amazing. I just found out that Gordon Lightfoot is still alive, by the way. And yeah, he's still he's still performing. Wow. Yeah, and you got that right too, Stephanie. Ironically, De Niro and Williams are in awakenings together. Yep. Because they were all hard, they all partied hard in the late 70s and early 80s, because that was the age of Coke, man. Everybody was doing that shit, and it was it was plenty hill. That's crazy. Real good book. Go read um I forget the name of it. It's it's a book on the original Saturday Night Live, the first five years, and I think yeah. the, I think the second cast too with with uh, Eddie Murphy. There's a book I I forget the name of who wrote it, but it, it's a good it's a real good book because it puts tells you the crazy shit that went on every Saturday night to put that show on. They it was they were put it this way it was a sea of blow every week. Oh shit! Big time a sea of fucking cocaine to put that show on every week. Yep, you're getting me all like. And we don't yeah, I do know. that. To I call myself the homie. <laughs> my wife, my wife said, "You just call yourself the bowl of useless knowledge." Because she's like, "You know all this knowledge, but it'll get you nowhere." I said, "Yeah, I know." Unfortunately, yeah. yeah Wired. Go watch. There's a movie. There's a movie Wired, and what's his name is um, plays Belushi in it. Oh God, what the hell's his name? He played in the Kamish. The Kamish. Oh shit! What the fuck's his name? Oh shit! I can't think of his name. 
He played Belushi in the movie. Help me out in the chat. And it's it's real. It's not a great movie. It was panned by the critics. It actually really cost him his career in the beginning until until the the commission picked it up. Um, I have to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy. It's not a great movie. It's um, Michael Chiklis played. played oh yeah, Baldy. And uh, it got to, to the point where like Dan Aykroyd actually had him blacklisted. Really? For a while. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't want the movie to come out. Yeah, interesting shit, to say the hey, least. You kind of shocked me with that information. That's why I'm like, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, my number one, Robin Williams. <laughs> I know we got on a tangent. This is what happens with this podcast. Man. I love it. Right? Robin, I love two, it. Two and a half hours. I was like, all oh, like, like excited. I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> and there's only two of the three headed monster, and we're still at, we're at two and a half hours already. Holy crap! That's so crazy. that is our top five comedians. We wish we're still with us. Yes, by far. Cool. So I. So you have anything else going on? Let's see what's going on in the chat real quick. Sure, Nick Bush, what's up? You're late, but uh, yes, yeah, yeah, Chris Farley was mentioned um, with much fondness from both of us on both of our lists. I think I had him, I had him at number five. What'd you have him at on your list? Uh, he was on number four, yeah, yeah, M mentioned with much fondness, absolutely, absolutely. And that is everything we had on our list for this fine evening. Anything else going on, Joe? I'm gonna do. I'll do some shame, shameless plugging for some other shit that we're gonna be doing. Oh, you do the plugging. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna eat. I. You know what? You know what? I'm excited to share what we're gonna have for dinner. You. you I. I really Ooh, what are you gonna have for dinner? I haven't eaten dinner yet either. So. Uh, white. So we were watching TikTok or something, and some chick was eating like the official like White Castle burgers from White Castle. Ooh, white Castle. And being mm. being from fucking Texas, we don't have a White Castle near us at all. So at a luckily for us at HEB, we I bought a box full of White Castle burgers. Uh, so I'm gonna heat them up and we're gonna fucking eat like ten of those bastards. Oh God! Yeah. You don't have a White Castle out there by you guys? We do not, my friend. Oh, no God. way. I mean, I mean, the frozen ones are good, but you can need to get them out of, out of the store. That's all I can get. But for now, I can't wait. Maybe if there's one near you when we visit. Uh, oh, there's one. Will... They're not. They're not close, but I'll. That's why every time I pass one, I bring home what they call a crave case. It's a it's like a suitcase full of like thirty cheeseburgers. Yeah. I bring it home, bring them home to my son, and I just dangle it. He's like, mm -hmm. yes. Son, I mean, he's like, mm -hmm. yes. The, the mean, double cheeseburgers. Oh god, hell yeah! S such good stuff. So what we got going on this week on on this channel? So every every Monday we we drop our top five countdown from the week previous. So tomorrow. It will be our top five actors who would play Leprechaun better. We did that last on our last episode, episode number five. That yes. was a lot of fun. Amazing. Some interesting choices. So check that if you missed. If you don't want to sit through the whole two and a half hour of us, the three-headed monster, just chewing people's ears off and acting like jackasses, by all means, you can watch the you can watch the Cliff Notes version and watch the top five actors who played Leprechaun better. And then. Absolutely. This is what we will be watching on Tuesday because we I threw a poll up. I said, okay, what do you guys want us to watch? <laughs> I put Halloween 4, I put The Warriors, and I put Carrie. I was pushing for The Warriors, be honest. I Halloween 4 won across every platform. 
in a landslide. So this this Tuesday night for that live movie watch along, we'll be watching Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. I can't fucking wait. So I can't be sure wait. to join us if you guys love that movie. We'll join us because we'll be watching that on Tuesday night at ten Eastern, nine Central. That's right. And uh, what else I got on here? I just dropped this yesterday. This was a lot of fun. My top five horror TV shows. We talked about this earlier in the episode where I, I, my love for horror TV shows and uh, it's, a, it's just a lot of fun. It's actually a quick video. It's only, it only took 10 minutes to watch. So if you have to take a quick tick shit, just throw it on your phone. By the time you're done, <laughs> you'll be done with the video. A 10 minute shit. That's about right. That's about right. <laughs> and I think the end of the week, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll drop this at the end of the week. My Friday the 13th franchise ranking. That was a lot of fun too. You bastard. You so that there's my and, and spoiler alert, those are my two favorite Jasons right there, Sidekid and, and part three. You bastard. And shout out to uh, I don't know if uh, Blake's still in the, in the chat. Shout out to all the great names are taken. I, I watched their stream on Friday night where they were doing their Friday the 13th stream and I, I had a blast. So I'll go back and check that out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank, thanks again, guys. You guys are great. Thank you. Yeah, White Castle rocks. If you're ever constipated, just eat some White Castle, it's better than X Lax. <laughs> You Tastes bastard. good on the way in. Cleans <laughs> you out on the way out. Money well spent, I say. <laughs> and what else you got here? Oh, oh hey, you know what? I just I was there over. There he is, Blake's there. Yeah, I had, I had a blast hanging out with you. I was sit I was night. sitting here and I just looked over to my right. I didn't I didn't get to even talk to about my spotlight. We forgot my spotlight. Oh, what what's your spotlight? Show it's, it now. Do nothing, it cra nothing crazy. Show uh, it to us. No, because all you sent me was the picture of, of the knife. So I thought that I was fucking good. I fucking fucked it up. But uh, you can you know it's the NECA, the Part Seven, the New Blood. Jason, look at Ooh, that. Ooh, look at that. Nice. Look at this, and uh, it's got some cool artwork. I do uh, like the Jason in that movie. I'm not a biggest fan of the actual film. Oh yeah, the movie sucks balls. Movie, the movie is not. It, when you see my ranking, it's it's not an it's not an it's not high. <laughs> and, and what makes this one real cool is uh, inside. So I was fortunate enough to get uh, two signatures uh, from Lard Park Lincoln and then from Kane Hodder himself. Nice uh, at the bottom. So look oh, at look at the art look at the artwork on this puppy. Look at that guy. Look at that. Yeah, it was a great looking Jason, but uh, yeah. the movie was. Uh, and so the signatures really kind of set it off. And this was a highly anticipated release. And yeah, man, I, I the, the fact that I know the film isn't great, but visually this Jason kicks ass. I don't give a oh, shit. Big time. Yeah, and there was like, a film. I always forget in the in the frick, either Blake and Ronnie, all the great names. Take always remind us if you guys are live with us now, do us a favor, hit that like button, smash that like button, help us out. Yeah, for sure, helps people helps people find uh, us knuckleheads. I I always forget about that shit. Those guys used to remind me. And look who jumped in just as I was mentioning um, White Castle, part of the three headed monster. There's Brett Patrick. Where the hell are you? Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, the White Castle chicken rings are awesome. God, they Absolutely. have the best. They have the best onion rings too. I love their onion rings. The hey, problem with the onion rings is the wife doesn't let me have them because they give me the wind something fierce. That's right. Hey, hey uh, Rob, um, I have all the Neckos, man. Neca is my thing. So I have all the Jasons. I have all the Freddies. Uh, if you want to hook up, Rob, we can talk, brother. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, we can. We could. We should do like a whole Neca spotlight one night to show all the Neca shit. We could yes, do that. That'd be cool. Thanks, Brady. Love you, man. Miss you, buddy. Hope you're having fun. Tell everybody. Yeah, so, 
Yeah. So, Brady, where are you? Are you still driving? Or are you? Have you hit California yet? Brett's gonna have some good shit, some good stuff uh, when he gets out there. There's the. I, I always forget people. You know, we, we get so wrapped up in what we're doing because we're having fun, and I always forget to be able to hit that fucking like button. What's uh? What's Brett's handle on Twitter? I don't think Brett has a Twitter. Hey, Stefan, that, that I don't believe he does. I have, Jason is very rare, I have one, but... and so does Joe, but I don't believe Brett's on Twitter as far as I know. So good. We could talk neck all day. Hey, Stefan, that's awesome, dude. That if you have that set, that's amazing. And Stefan, oh man, yeah. I want to see you want to see me neck. <laughs> <laughs> he added the extra C there. You see what he did there? You see the little extra C. So I think I, I, that is that is everything that we were going to accomplish tonight. And I I honestly was because usually it's when you have three people talking, you can yeah. easily extend things for a certain amount of times. But with just the two of us, I'm like I I knew. But Joe, even if I was just here with Brett, the two of us could just talk our asses off. And here we are hitting two hours and thirty six minutes, right. <laughs> and it's just three of us. And while we're missing our buddy, our partner in crime, and who is driving through San Bernardino, Wi-Fi has been rough on the road. So are you driving or is the lovely Lisa driving? I hope it's uh, your better half so you don't crash. Why aren't you there in one piece? We need you back on the podcast. That's right. But I think we covered everything tonight. So, Joe, you want to hang out afterwards? I'm, I'm... Yeah, let me uh, let me we're go eat. eat go eat. I'm gonna yeah, go we'll eat too. Eat. The wife made the yeah. wife made like a roaster or some shit. So it smelled go. good, but I didn't have a chance to eat it because I was coming down here to do. Yeah, go grab food. some grubbage and then we can regroup and then hang out. Cool. So everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. I hope everybody had as much fun as we did because this was a lot. This is always it's always a lot of fun. Talking music, talking bullshit, making jackasses of ourselves. I mean, how better is this? I mean, come on. Oh no, he said, "Yep, Lisa is driving, so he's taking." He Taking a break. break. I was just like, "Come on, man, don't be <laughs> driving and texting. Come on, especially in California, damn it." That's right. We need that shit. So, do us a favor, everybody. Hit that like button, like, subscribe. Go check out uh, Joe's channel too. Go check out Moody's Mind. Uh, hopefully, we'll get an episode with him and his lovely better half soon. And be sure to come on. No, not, well, don't I'm, don't be sure to come. I mean, just don't do that. Just just don't do it on the screen. That's what she said. <laughs> Be sure to join us on Tuesday night at 10 Eastern, 9 Central, because we'll be doing our watch long of what everybody voted for, which was Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. And we'll be chatting with everybody. Maybe we'll put together some cool collectibles that we can bring Love from you, our Mike. collections during it, and we'll just do a big hangout. And um, it should be a lot of fun. So check yeah. out the stuff on this channel. Check out the stuff on his channel. Uh, there was a couple of people in the chat tonight that, that have channels. Go check out all the great names are taken. Those guys are fucking awesome. They do a lot. They yes, do they great are. stuff. I had a blast. I always have a blast when I'm watching their stuff, their stuff. So go check out all the great names are taken. Nick yep. Push's channel. He was here. Jake, Bla uh, Jake Blaster. Go check everybody out, man. This yeah. is not a competition. We're all having fun and it's more fun when everybody's in it together. Absolutely. So go check everybody we, out. We we don't tout ourselves as being better than anybody or being no, the one that only they? doing a certain thing just to get views. We we love doing this because we love it. I'm doing I this for fun. Guys. I met Brett. I met Pat, and uh, I consider that shit a blessing because I have fun with my friends, and it's not a competition like you said. And we're just here to have a good time. So if you're doing this shit for clout, or you're doing this shit for views. 
you're in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, that's not what we hear. That's why I always forget to tell people. Actually, the, <laughs> the Blake Arana usually wants, oh, guys, hit that button. I, I always forget because I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. just doing this for fun. Yeah, you know? we so, are. You'll, you'll I hope see you guys enjoy it, and I hope you guys get. Hope we come across as having to do to do this for fun because we all have lives, we all have careers, we all have wives, and we usually hide. Well, Brett, you know, Brett's got a great wife. Joe's about to have a great, great wife. I'm just hiding down here from my wife, so that's why it's always fun. So it's that's like why you, it's just a lot of fun. Support the, and just don't just support everybody. Like these guys right here, Blake. Yeah. And Ronnie, those guys put up a lot of fun stuff. And just be sure to go check them out. They're, they're fun. The Slaughter Lamb guys are fantastic. I, I have no problem shouting people out. Some people are very, ugh, I can't. Like, hey, I want to say something real no, quick. I don't give a shit. This, this is not my, my career. So we, 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 we have a special announcement. You heard it here first, folks. For, uh, uh, official announcement, okay? We had a good time tonight. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We had a good time tonight. That's it. That I can I can verify that. Can you verify that there, Pat? Can you verify? Absolutely. Real yeah. quick, Rodney Dishfield is in moving. I, uh, yes, I did. Forget about that. Yes. Yep. I forgot about yeah. that. It's a good call. Good catch on that That's one, right. man. I haven't That's watched right. moving in a long time, but it's such a fun. A real quick story. So I live in northeastern Pennsylvania. Before I moved up here, I lived in northeast northeast of New Jersey, right by. Uh, New York City, and I still work there. I just live in northeastern Pennsylvania because it's fucking cheaper, cheaper area to live in, cheaper taxes. But about an hour from me, um, hour west, uh, my aunt and uncle used to have like a house in the Poconos. It was like their sub, like their summer home, their weekend home. So as they got, as my nephews got older, they stopped using it, so they gave me the key. Don't move, because as I got older, we'd go up there and party. We'd just get beer, and it was like a party house. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we go up there, and the funny thing is, like, there was no cable. It was like remote area, and my uncle had like one of those, like an old Quasar VCR. Remember when you used to press the button and the top of it used to come up and you oh, put yeah. the fucking tape in it? Yes. And, and one of one of the videotapes that he had there was moving. Wow. So that's why I always remember moving because I must have watched it a thousand times because we went up there, we couldn't get any reception. We just put fucking moving and watch moving after like eight thousand time. That's awesome. So that that is my moving story. That and and I love the movie because it's so much fun. But we'll let everybody go. We've been on Jesus Christ. It's almost two and two hours and forty five minutes of listening to us knuckleheads. Holy shit! So right. like, subscribe, all that happy horse shit. Give us a reach around. Surprise finger in the butt. <laughs> so support everybody that supported us. One one quick one more quick time because our buddies in the chat are. Did you guys see Randy Quaid was announced for the Steel City Con next weekend? Oh yeah, he probably canceled. He yeah, cancel. I, I wouldn't put money on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's. I mean, no rest, no offense to the deceased Tom Sizemore. That's like that's like counting on him showing up somewhere. I, oof. <laughs> yeah. So no no offense to to, but that's like uh, counting on him to show up. So, like, eh. but everybody, thanks so much. Love all you guys. Support everybody Th that was in the chat. Hang out, support us, and we'll be back on Tuesday night, and we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. That's right.